Scarpins Audio. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello, folks. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy. It is John Boy time. I am your host, John Francis Fahey. Um, joining me as ever, I'm here with my boys. Uh, joining me as ever is um, the composer Hans Rimmer, Aaron Joseph Pita. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys at home that can't see, even if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, this is uh, Aaron is wearing um, aviator glasses and the hoodie. Um, this is my Unabomber chic. Yeah, in, tri- in tribute to the. Uh, to the awful murderer. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it pretty. looks it looks great. You look great. I'm getting. I'm hot. I'm taking it off as soon as we. Honestly, do the I like it better when you do it than when, when he does it. When I murder people? No, 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 no. <laughs> when I send packages through the mail? Yeah, I got to, your package right here, pal. <laughs> to your right, my left, Darth Gall. <laughs> Okay. All right. Did you just think of that right now? That was that was hot off that yeah. was hot off the presses. Yeah, that's what the pause meant. <laughs> I did that strictly for the thumbnail. Yeah. It's too hot. It's too hot. You got to take that it's off. It is. It is too hot. You can wear the sunglasses if you want. I'm not fucking. I mean, it's, it's 74 degrees in this room, but it. <laughs> Matt Brousseau, how are you? I'm good. <sighs> Never hey. finished your intro. Uh, fellas. Hey. Oh, uh, you're here. We're going to do uh, part two of the Unabomber. Very excited about that, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, up top, uh, I wanted to say, um, a preemptive, uh, happy birthday, uh, to our beloved, uh, Jesse Lynn Latchett. Hey! Yeah! Uh, 20- happy birthday. 23rd, we'll be coming back from Joshua Tree, uh, but- Happy birthday. But happy birthday, Jesse. uh, to our Patreon subscribers, uh, she sends out all your shit, so love her. And uh, worship her, mm-hmm. and um, she sent me a, a picture last night of her and Wilson filling the orders, yeah, of the buttons and stickers and stuff. It was really sweet. Fill them, um, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, we love you, Jesse. Um, and she wanted me to say there is um, they're doing um, a sale on our shirts. Ooh, hard pipe hitters union. Mm. Freak at the teak. Oh, the the, the Ramones logo. Uh, piss, it's number one. It is. Uh, search profiles next interest on Etsy. They are fifteen dollars. Um, I don't know if that's with shipping or without. <laughs> I probably should know that. You get the Unibomber discount. But uh, yeah, they are on sale. So if you uh, if you want some really uh, dumb merch and you want to support the PP boys, it uh, it goes straight to us. Uh, but they pack it up and send it out. So again, love to Graveyard Shift Screen Printing Company. Our best friends. Um. Not best fiends. Nope. Not the, no, not, no, not no, the, no, 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 no. Remember that? Yeah, remember we were doing that all the time. Um, I heard some new ads for that recently on the show. Oh God. Yeah, that's Still, not going away. It's probably a CIA program. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 almost yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But play it. <laughs> 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 he 
you know, you can do it alone if you're not online. Yeah, you can. You can I, I got the whole fucking. Your, your battery could be dead in your phone, and yeah, you can you play. Can still it. Play. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. it's amazing. It just works no matter what. Yeah, it'll tell you what you're eating for dinner. If you yeah, sometimes tell you what you ate yesterday. Sometimes my best fiends wake me up. Yeah, yeah, and like play with me. Mm. They shine a bright light in my face and interrogate me for hours. <laughs> um. Uh, I think that's all we got. Uh, Patreon, by the way, five dollars a month, extra episode a week. If you love the PP boys, um, which you do, join us. Won't, Won't you? Um, and uh, we're profiles and eccentricity on Instagram. We are PP Podcast on Twitter. And um, Aaron, you want to light this candle? I'll fucking light the fuse on this package delivered Ooh. to me with return to sender that I didn't send. The fuck. Huh? So let's let, let's do a brief recap or oh, where we left off from last time. Okay, uh, Ted Kaczynski. Uh, should we just do a quick recap of the whole thing, or just, uh, just where? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, uh, he's he was born and then uh, he had he got uh, the hives really fast as a as a newborn, and so they fucking kept him away from his family for a number of days with yes. no human contact, and that seemed to have fucked him up yeah. a bit. Uh, was uh. Antisocial. Anytime people would come over to the house, he would run away and hide in the attic. But uh, slowly but surely, he, he kind of acclimated. It became slightly more normal. But but genius, his, genius, and then his parents are also pushing the academic, especially stuff. his father. Yeah, uh, skipped a couple of grades. Who uh, went to Harvard on a scholarship at sixteen. Graduated with a master's and PhD when he was like twenty in yep. mathematics. Went through uh, the CIA um, uh, program. It, it was a part of a CIA-funded uh, uh, experiment, uh, unbeknownst to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he they, thought he was getting involved with the debate thing. It, it turns out they just braided him for days on end. Yeah. Well, testing the limits of human uh, ability to withstand interrogation and humiliation, uh, that probably didn't help. Uh, with who he he, he became. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we went to teach at uh, Michigan, University oh. of Michigan, and then he went to teach at Berkeley. Uh, never got laid. Never got laid. Uh, was on his way to becoming, you know, a, 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 a great, a wonderful, you know, tenured professor. Was yeah. He wasn't very good with students, but he was a maybe right. one of right. the smartest yeah. 10 people in the world as far yeah. as mathematics went. Well, we said there was uh, the one paper he wrote, there was maybe 12 people in the country that could understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and IQ, I think... 167 yeah. when he was, I think, in his before he was a teenager. I mean, your IQ basically stays static right. for the most part. Well, I've you... gotten dumber. Well, yeah, that's why you're special. Yeah. Well, we all had COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My penis doesn't work either. Yeah. <laughs> that's my mine, excuse. Mine works, COVID mine, twice. Mine works better. <laughs> Yours works for me. <laughs> <laughs> you better work. <laughs> uh, 167 IQ on the likes of Bobby Fischer. Yeah. Uh, Einstein. Einstein. Kubrick. Um, Is it Kubrick? Yeah, Kubert. Yeah. I thought you said Kubrick. I did say oh. Kubrick. Oh, I didn't know he had that Kubrick high... had a very high... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, and he left it all behind, moved to the woods in Montana. Yeah. Uh, Supposed to be kind of a thing with his brother, but he pushed his brother out. He and his brother bought a plot of land in Lincoln, Montana, in the middle of fucking nowhere. His brother said, hey, let's do this thing together, because he very much shared, like, the let's... let's Kind of get away from the hustle and bustle, yeah. And he was like, "Nah, this is mine, dude." Yeah. But also, then um, his brother uh, got uh, Texas land, and he was doing a uh, uh, primitive doing living. a living off the. He he yeah. had to ironically 
uh, lived 3,000 miles away from his brother. To, uh, to, to, to do something together with him. Yeah, yeah. and so they, they were pen pals for many years. Yeah. Uh, and when we uh, last... Uh, then he, and then he became a, a, a kind of an ecological terrorist, as mm-hmm. it were, a, yeah. a, aggressive yeah. activist. He would sabotage logging equipment, um, string up wires, string up wire to stop, like you know, tr- yeah. motorcycles. Yeah, um, kill dogs. He, uh, well, we, I don't, we didn't get to that part yet. Oh, I, th- I thought we we mentioned it, but oh, we didn't yeah. get to it. Yet. Oh, okay. Uh, he would do that when he was on hiatus from bombing people. Oh, okay. Well, uh, and oh. so he his first. His first bomb, I think, is the last thing we covered. The last thing yes, we, yes, the last okay, thing we covered was um, he uh, he went back home <clears throat> uh, right, uh, right. to visit his family, but to drop off his first bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was basically, uh, he, and you get to this later in his manifesto, he was convinced uh, that technological process uh or progress would be is responsible for yeah and would ultimately be the downfall of human freedoms life existence etc um and that uh, we were on a path uh, to destruction mm-hmm. uh and he so he went back home under the guise of visiting his family but he really went back to drop a package off uh, to one uh, Mr. Christ uh, Buckley Christ, a mechanical engineering professor at Northwestern University, um, you know, he was teaching uh, people how to make medical kids, students how to make medical right, devices right, right. and stuff like that. Um, it was, um, uh, that was his first uh, bomb. Didn't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. Guy was fucked up for a minute, but he was fine. Um, the guy, uh, uh, he, he, he saw the package. It was labeled "Return to Sender," uh-huh. and he didn't send anything out. Yeah, and so he, he called campus security. Campus security got it, opened it. Uh, Terry Marker was the security guard. Uh, it exploded, but it just left him a, a, a minor wound on his hand. Uh, now, before I go on, I'd like to just read some inspirational quotes. Okay, if I may. Yeah, there's something I want to tackle too. When you're done with that, um. I'm not going to say who they're from, but me, yes. Never lose hope. Be persistent and stubborn and never give up. Okay. There are many instances in history where apparent losers suddenly turn out to be winners unexpectedly. So you should never conclude all hope is lost. Pretty good. Nice. Imagine a society that subjects people to conditions that make them terribly unhappy, then gives them the drugs to take away their unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Science fiction. It is already happening to some extent in our own society. Instead of removing the conditions that make people depressed, modern society gives them antidepressant drugs. In effect, antidepressants are a means of modifying an individual's internal state in such a way as to enable him to tolerate social conditions that he would otherwise find intolerable. Mm. All right. That's nice. I I don't know if it's inspirational. Um... First one was very <laughs> yeah yeah the rest of it. Yeah. I mean the second one has some merit. Oh, for, oh, oh definitely has, has merit. Has merit. Uh. Our lives depend on whether safety standards at a nuclear power plant are properly maintained, on how much pesticide is allowed to get into our food or how much pollution into our air, 
or how skillful or incompetent our doctor is. Whether we lose or get a job may depend on decision made by government economists or corporate exec- executives and so forth. Most individuals are not in a position to secure themselves against these threats to more than a very limited extent. Mm, okay. prob- probably not Thomas Jefferson. No. Well, they didn't have nuclear That's power. That's what I'm saying. I'm putting, I'm, putting the, I'm putting the, you know. So you're saying Matt's right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not. Um, and then we'll get to some other ones. But the point is, he, he's got some takes. He's got some takes. He's got mm-hmm. some takes. Uh, they call him Teddy Takes. <laughs> Hot Takes by Ted K. <laughs> if you're just joining us, is Ted Takes. It'll blow your mind. So the, the Ted Talks. I did the original Ted Talk. <laughs> this is a manifesto. He would later say, uh, <laughs> About why he started doing what he was doing. What first motivated motivated me wasn't anything that I read. I just got mad seeing the machines ripping up the woods. Yeah. That, and I would go out for revenge. Right. Here's the thing about that. He bought the land from a logging company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that family, and then he's like... And then, and then he decided to be annoyed by it. Pristine land. It, it's like Rem- it, trees removed for like, your pleasure. Dude, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, it's going down. Like, yeah. Yeah. And later, later stuff would go on where his, his tranquility would be totally interrupted. Yeah. And that's what, when, what really set him off. No. Um, so. But he also, it should be noted, like you said, tiny cabin. Oh, yeah. Very, very tiny. Very, no running water, no electricity. Uh, Hole in the floor to shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What would it would later be basically the same size as his solitary confinement cell? Yeah. Almost exactly. Yeah. And uh, I I think it really was just a hole in the floor, right? That he shit through. Or I, he probably went outside. I don't yeah. know. Maybe there was a you know a pee pee hole and the poo poo outside. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably like like a kind of like shoots and ladders situation. Shits and yeah. ladders. Shits and ladders. Mm-hmm. Very good. Glory hole and yeah. Oh yeah, there was a glory hole. Yeah, big old grizzly hole. <laughs> and then he knew. And then when somebody showed up, he was like, "I'm out of here. Too many people." <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, In seventy nine, so his his first his first bomb was seventy eight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in seventy nine, he's he's back in the. Can can uh, I just want please? This yeah. is a tag team, so fucking chime in, bro. So what year is he going? Is he home and at the factory? Because did we tackle that? Yes, you tell you. you we talked about that. him. Um, go. He went home and then he he worked. Is at that the- pre first bomb? Yes. That's pre-Montana, right? Uh, he no, w- no. I think he actually was... I think he actually already had started doing Montana Living, and he briefly came home for some reason. Oh, and then He back. worked at, at the foam factory. Yeah. And his brother was a supervisor. Yeah. And then he had a crush on another... I think another boss. Yeah. And then... He took her out on a, and, his and, one date ever. Yeah. Whoa, I, think they, I think they might have had two. That was in 69. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he... But yeah, like I don't know. If, I I feel like we didn't get into. We did. Yeah, he 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 worked at. Because I he's he's a math genius with multiple degrees. Former professor right. working at a foam factory with his brother. Right. Yeah. And he has his one date with this woman. I believe Susan was her name. Uh, and it doesn't go well. She was just bored by him. Yeah. Uh, but he like had this like very earnest crush on her. And 
uh, the other only other person I ever heard about this happening with was some waitress out Montana way, mm. where like you know he he left some no he's like horribly shy. Yes. Uh, but there's 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 no there's high notes of incel in 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 what's gonna happen here, <clears throat> um, because I think after like maybe their second date they like picked. Apples and then they made a pie with or something like and like wow and she had a great time she, but she was like bored to tears oh. and then she's like yo we shouldn't see each other socially anymore <laughs> and then um what does he do John he, he well one one of the things I heard was that he sat in her car and wanted to kill her mm-hmm. and well who hasn't and then and, and then and then he thought that it would be too intimate to kill her. Yes. Yeah. And that kind of makes it's, sense with the bomb memo. Yeah. Um, and the no sex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he and, and then he started doing these like really mean spirited limericks. He wrote some nasty limericks and, about her, and he was uh, placing them around the factory. Yikes. Where she works, and and they're all like, it's all in geometry. Like, who else could do <laughs> huh. this? Is yeah. This? It's, it takes a beautiful mind. Yeah. <laughs> is this? Is this there once was a woman from China. <laughs> like you know, is this the janitor. <laughs> it's that. He was doing limericks, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think like you know, but he gets <clears throat> reprimanded by his brother, and then he keeps doing it, mm-hmm. and then his brother has to fire him. Like mm-hmm. his brother, his brother's real pissed off, and Ted is like equally incensed, uh, like, oh, I know you of all people, I never thought, right. well, you know, whatever, and he. Uh, I think it was then at that point where maybe he sat in the car and then he was like, you know, gonna gonna hit. And then, but I think instead he did something else. Like, and this is another thing where I was like, fuck, you know, because g- g- glancing the story, I'm like, oh, yeah, a lot of shit he said. Just, a lot of things like it's not extreme anymore, you know? Right, right. But then you see he has like this very incelly behavior, and mm-hmm. uh, and he and he he plays with doo doo too much, you know. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, he, he he like I think I think he ended up like leaving like shit in her car instead of like killing her or whatever. <laughs> and then I, I, the same thing out in the cabin. He had a thing like oh he yeah yeah dogs dogs would come through and before he was killing them he would just he would like rub his shit through their coats. Yeah. And then send them back home. And then the, then they would come home and the owners would be like, "What the fucking dog is covered in shit?" And then they were like, "I don't know how they knew it was human shit." <laughs> Um, it just smells like fucking baked beans and yeah. They probably tasted it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, how else would you know? Human, Amal, hu- hu- human, uh, human gun, shit, gunpowder, oh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bumblebee uh, tuna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I, I needed to get that. No, you part gotta out. get it out because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. If the, the if he went left when he if he went left at one point of his life when he when he when he went right he, he, it could have went another way you know yeah right um life hack you gotta get late you do just it, to try it out it helps it does help because it is well you know. it's it one it feels pretty good well I guess Usually also though feels good is but it is it is a com it is yeah but there's such a, a such a minority that. And the, they, they and don't it, become incels. I suppose. No, they're also asexuals. Yeah, yeah, and and they just don't have those things. But it is it is a it is as close to a person as you can get, other than growing one in your body. Right, and it it's a connection with with the the rest of the human race. Yes, and yes. you value life. Yes, I mean not everybody that has sex values human life, but 
It helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think there's a you know a thing there too though where like guys like him that already feel like weirdos. And we kind of talked about this first episode. You know, his parents felt like weirdos. And they he was were trying, already all they alienated try- as a kid because and, he was smarter than and they And they were like already a weirdo family and they were trying to assimilate. And then he had his own weird shit. And then it got weirder and weirder when he kept advancing academically younger and younger and he was always out of place. Yeah. And then it becomes a thing where you're so alone with your loneliness that then you get the, the greater fantasies about the companionship. Right. And then when it's... You know, rebutted, then you go deep, you go deeper into the rumination on it. And when you're alone in the woods, all you Not do good. is ruminate. Right. Yeah, right. and you're reliving like these. You know, what you feel is like a huge humi- humiliation or whatever. And you're thinking that like they think about it all the time when right. they just go on living their lives. Yeah, it's the, the, the projection of, of of your own emotions onto other people. Yeah, yeah it's it's like a thing where it's like. Dude, just she went into the fucking quadratic equation from the Pythagorean theorem, dude. Fucking bitch. Yeah, it's just the thing. It's like, dude, just go ask out another girl, man. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, try and stop rubbing shit on dogs. Mm, yeah, you know the well, benefit of living in a urban area is what's that? Hookers. <laughs> yeah, good call, Aaron. Go get a prostitute. Yes. Right. Yes. Try it out. Yeah. Don't hurt them, please. No. Oh, God. No, don't. Don't rub shit in their hair. No. Unless you pay extra. Yeah. yeah and mean, also, yeah. Learn, learn how to talk to women. Yeah, without, I mean, a yeah. lot. Yeah, because a, also, lo- I, I a lot of, uh, you know, sex escorts workers can will help say, with that. they'll say, like, half of the time these guys just want to talk. Yeah. Uh, and it's good. Yeah. Um, so, the next, uh, uh, so from 78, bombs that security guard. Fucks mm-hmm. up his hand. Go to seventy nine. Uh, he, uh, he 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 bombs. Uh, he, there's a cigar box left outside uh, uh, an office of a um, John Harris, mm-hmm. who is a um, a graduate student working at Northwestern University. Mm, okay. Um, and. He sees the cigar box. He's like, oh, man, I could use this for some pencils and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, they're, put they're my, could, could put my weed in here. Yeah, <laughs> it's great for that. It's good for coke, too. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you can put all kinds of things in there. 79, man. Um, And uh, he opens it up. Turned out the, that it was a bomb, and it didn't explode. It had a detonator that went off, and there was a flash, but nothing blew up. Oof. It was a dud. So the guy... Who hates technology? Well, you can see why he hates it so much. <laughs> it never works. Yeah, he really yeah. struggles with it. Yeah. Yeah. My phone won't charge. Fuck. <laughs> um. So then, um. <laughs> but he's a genius. Like it's kind of amazing how many failures he has. Right, but he was a mathematical genius, and he probably read some books on like you know chemistry. Yeah. I mean, but the, I mean, the and de- he's also working from a shed. In the woods by candlelight. Yes, and I, I will also and say he, do, he uh, also took very special care. That's what I was just gonna say. Uh, everything um, uh, when the postal service was investigating these first few things, they called him uh, the junkyard bomber mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the ingredients found were just like it, he would just go around like from the trash. Yeah, and he would get, he would get all this old shit, and it would be stuff that's like it. You know, the, this wire is like from a company that went out of business years ago. Mm-hmm. It's because it's from people's actual junk, right? And so it was, um, you know, the care taken to be like, um, 
uh, no way to trace it back, except, um, yeah, he never left, uh, you know, uh, fingerprints, hairs, like mm-hmm. that sort of shit. But he would leave eventually. Um, he left a bunch of hairs later one time to kind of throw people off. Yeah, and he would um, he would put uh, like a bunch he found like in the airport or something, right? Like, or he'd um, put wood in. He had some 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 of the bombs wouldn't have the correct explosive potential because he had, would put like wood end caps on like a pipe bomb, and mm. the wood could not contain the pressure enough to yeah. cause shrapnel just like the right. wood would blow off yeah. yeah so it just blow out the end the other the other uh, thing that was a giveaway um that it was this kind of a guy was that um he was actually making the glue from hooves mm-hmm. and they knew it was from uh like deer mm-hmm. and not and not horses which is you know the, reg- oh, the yeah, regular okay. glue comes from so they were like, oh, yeah, it's probably some kind of an outdoorsman mm-hmm. that actually hunts right. and stuff like that. And that was one like one of the giveaways that was like, okay. Yeah, and then there's probably there's a pile of dog hair covered in shit, and they're like, uh, we, can, <laughs> we can eat this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's test it first. <laughs> let's human. Yeah. Let's, oh, eat, let's yeah, eat, eat it. <laughs> so the, ne- the next one... Um, uh, <laughs> The next one was the same year, I believe, and he uh, he he got a, a parcel. Uh, he snuck on uh, that managed to get on American Airlines flight four four four. Yeah, and this was the one that maybe put him. It, r- it, r- it r- was the one that got the feds involved. Yeah, yeah, you individual people. Uh, Who cares? Right, the airline. <laughs> I mean. So he gets it onto it's from Chicago to DC. So it's it's now the third Chicago area yeah. one, right? Um and it, it was a bomb that was designed to explode inside the cargo hold mid flight. It was an altimeter. Uh, altim- it has an al- al- it had an altimeter on it. Is that altimeter. Right? Is, is that what it is? Altimeter. What it was? altimeter yeah. It makes sense. Uh, when it gets the altitude, it, mm-hmm. yeah. it detonates. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. It makes sense because uh, otherwise, so the, you could just do it at any time. You're just carrying it around. Yeah, I found the sophistication went up there significantly. Yeah, except that it also malfunctioned. <laughs> it did. So uh, it, it it didn't ignite. It began to, it began to smoke. Oh, uh, okay. So the plane had to have an emergency landing. Uh, Some people had smoke inhalation. Yeah. It, uh, um, someone someone's dogs on fire. And so what? Again, uh, failure to read other than the Cliff's notes. It uh, the powder he used was barium nitrate. No, which is uh, found in like green fireworks, and it required a different ignition temperature than the normal like saltpeter or whatever he right. was, whatever he was using before. So mm-hmm. it just um, uh, it, it just smoked, and the this this is what got the FBI involved. Yeah, um, because of one it being airspace. Yeah. Planes, interstate commerce, all that shit. Right, right. And um, but they did say that uh, if it if it did go off, it, it would have exploded it the plane. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tremendous. And there's there's a big difference between targeting, like he. There's a vast difference. There's a vast mm-hmm. difference between fingering. And, uh, he, you know, he sent these bombs to what universities to. Theoretically, I mean, so we're, the, it, it had been two universities, two universities, and he was targeting people who he felt were responsible for, uh, or would be responsible for the progression of technology. Yes, and also, uh, you know, uh, uh, mind, 
psychology uh, research. You get to, we'll get to but, that well, later. Right. But this is just an airline. Right. With tons of randos on it. Like the, the, but the plane, the plane is, is the thing. The plane is the thing. I, I, you un- want it I to, understand right. that. the environmental aspect, yeah. I understand yeah. that, but this is a, a very different idea of, of, like, the idea of that he's supposed to be, in his head, a good guy. Theory, uh, maybe he doesn't think he's a good guy, but he thinks he's he's working towards some better. Based on his, well, here's the thing, in his, we'll get to the manifesto, but it, it Part of it is the environmental impact that airplanes have. Yes. But also in part of his manifest is about just sowing enough distrust in the pillars of society mm-hmm. that would cause enough people to reject it. Okay. And another, th- and in in part of his his uh, uh, his time at Harvard was that he 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 didn't see himself as moral because of the education at the time. It was that he was rational. He was a rational right. actor, not a moral actor. Yes, which is also a very insilly thing too. Oh yeah. Right. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Reason. And then, yeah. then, and then the thing is, is that that's ironic. Is yeah, to, to respectfully counter, um, the whole thing is emotional. Yes. The, yeah, the, yeah, the whole yeah, the whole yeah, thing yeah, is yeah. about attention. And uh, he had and revenge, and he had and he yeah. hadn't, hadn't got enough attention, right? And he knew the plane would get him there. Yeah. So well, gotcha. it, it okay. would get his cause there. Uh, his his hope was yeah. It's ultimately about him now. Yes, yeah, so he, he said yes, he yes, wanted yes, revenge. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. He's like you know, um, you can act like it, it's you know, uh, this uh, and you know they're leaving the FC and all the bombs. Like it's, it's right. It's, so we didn't say that yet, but yeah, he would put that was he would leave once his he got a little more advanced, and also in the manifesto he would. Um, Put etch have, into the metal, etch into pieces of metal. But I think even from the beginning he was doing it. Oh really? I FC, think, which was Freedom Club. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember you guys. Uh, which was a great was. band in the eighties, New Wave, really yeah. good stuff. No, they yeah. helped. They helped uh, start a revolution in uh, Bulgaria that over, yeah. overthrew the government. Well, it's the yeah. Bulgaria. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had that song about uh, not coming. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they spun off into Molchat, don't they? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which um, is about coming. Mm-hmm. So and, and you know. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say about it? You know, he also, later in the manifesto, he doesn't have, I mean, say what you want about the Communist Manifesto. His, much like Ted's manifesto, his critique, Marx's critiques of capitalism. Yes. Are dead on. Right. And, and, and so are Ted's critiques of technological progress and post-industrial life. Yes, but he doesn't prescribe a cure. Doesn't say, he said, right. I don't know what happens next, but right. this has got to go. Yeah. Right. I don't know Marx what happens next. at least maybe, gave an idea. Maybe, maybe things explode. He said something. Yeah. It hasn't worked. It's not necessarily right. But at least he said, maybe this comes later. Right. But Ted was like, this has got to go. Right. But it's also a guy that wants to get as far out of society as possible telling society how to work. Well, how to stop it. Yeah, yeah. And he's not telling it how to work. And who is... Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have any fucking... He's telling it to stop working, yeah. 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 Um, Like he did. (laughs) Just give up, man. Just smear shit on dogs. Yeah, it's just... It's a force of nature, dude. You can't... You should know... He should have been smart enough to know that it is itself a force of nature. Well, well... uh, Math is his forte. Not necessarily philosophy or... 
Uh, he read or, so much. Yeah, or the logic of right. words. The yeah. logic of numbers, yes. He read so much until he found a guy that agreed with yes, him. Yes, sure, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the machine's got a mind of its own. Yeah, and here's the thing what's ironic is that, like, I, I, I'll get to it later when he, when he sends the letter. But I wonder if, like, he... Wouldn't it have been great if he saw Terminator 1 and 2 and The Matrix? Would you think he would have liked it? You think he's seen it now? Wait, why, 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 why? Well, because it's about mm. the progression of technology uh-huh. going sideways. Right. And I think he would have liked it. Right. Yeah. I think- but he said, well, never held. He won't watch. I'm- well, it's one of those things. You gotta be available. It's, it's, and, here, here's the here's the thing there too that 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 is uh, terrible ironic, <laughs> is where you go like, um, oh yeah, you know, the, the, this this progression will lead to the end of man. It's like, aren't you sending bombs through the mail to end men? Yeah, to end, like I was like, aren't you using? I was the, like, wouldn't you be happiest? Well, that's what I mean about like the plane. Like there are so many people on that plane who oh, you don't know why they're taking the plane. They could well, they got a deal, yeah. and there was a Groupon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, though, I... Uh, he doesn't give a fuck at no, all. No, he, and, he, and, his and point he, is... In his, writing, so, in his writings, like, in the journals... He's an agent of chaos. Yeah. He, to a degree. Which is the lamest I mean, there, there's, there's no There's no sympathy. Right. None. Yeah. No. He no. sees it as just, uh, you know, a dust in the wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah, the yeah. bomb didn't go off, but a guy was like... Blinded after he would be like, ah, I'm really pissed the bomb didn't go off. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like that kind of thing, you know, like yeah. that the guy was already blind. And fine. <laughs> so this is the one that the the, the, the bomb the, <laughs> the bomb that was a dud got the FBI involved, uh-huh. uh, and they created the Unabomb Task Force right. in conjunction with the ATF and the U.S. Postal Service in 17, 1979. and it's called the Unabomb U N A B O M. Task force because it was the university and airline and airline bomber. bomber. Right. It's not. It, we were talking about this on the Patreon. It's like I for the longest time thought it was the Unabomber because it was one guy. Right. But they didn't know that. No. True. No. But they, right. and, and he deliberately obfuscated. Uh, yeah, obfuscated that. Which is university smart. and airline bomber. There's a whole division of the FBI just, that just figures out how to call things. What they call things. Like oh yeah, 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 the acronym. But yeah, that was yeah. It was the. Well, John is, doesn't have an acronym. The, no, the no irony of it was it's a freedom club, right? And then uh, in the manifesto, it's we believe, mm-hmm. and it is just a lone guy in the woods. Mm-hmm. And well, but also the you know the you know the. The voices, I... Yeah, he know. didn't have schizophrenia. No, no, no. That uh, comes up that later. That comes up later. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the forest talked to him. The, the trees. The trees. He speaks for the trees. Yeah, he speaks for <laughs> He's the Lorax. And the deer hooves. Then in 1980, a package is sent to United Airlines President Percy Wood... Mm-hmm. He would. At his home near Chicago, uh, Wood suffers burns all over his body, uh, cuts as well. So this one works. Oh yeah, makes a full recovery. Oh, doesn't work that Still, way. zero body count. Must be fucking demoralized. Well, the Freedom Club. There's a Freedom. But that's also a thing too, where it's like now CEOs are getting involved, right? That sort of right. thing, where the FBI is going to go like, oh shit, right? It's not. It's not the university dorks. Now it's airlines and oh, right, the, right, the, right, uh, right, rich people. Yeah. Uh, eighty one, uh, October eighty one. Uh, uh, another one of his bombs is found in a business uh, classroom. 
business class, uh, not not on airlines, but a, a classroom yes. teaching business at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. And it wasn't a business of bomb making or anything. It was just no, 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 no. It was, it was a, a bomb making workshop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody leave this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it sucks. But, 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 uh, it was diffused. But that, that's the thing. It's like the ca- the Cavalier, like. Anybody, yeah. anybody can find it. Yeah, yeah. They like it could be the janitor. Like it's it, about if you, if you sending want, a message. If you want to sow chaos and sell Newsweeks, that's I guess that's what you do. Yeah, but it's 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 that thing where you go like, okay, so the targeting of people, whatever, it it, it carries the message that eventually would come later. Mm-hmm. But at first, you just go like, this is just about me being pissed. Yeah, and and blowing off steam. Yes, yeah. I I agree with that. You know it could be any student that could be the most anti-civilization yeah, primitivist. Right. Could have picked that up and... Sure. You, it's certain, but they're in a business class, you know, like, you know, they're... In his eyes, <laughs> anybody who is not living off the land is aiding and abetting in the system that he hates. And right. he, but he's still fucking... But, could, is he, could he have potentially lost a future convert? Of course. But he's still fucking with the neighbor's dogs and, like, that... the. Shouldn't, isn't the neighbor? We haven't got to that yet. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold but on. But I'm just saying. No, 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 no. It was, we'll, we'll, get we'll get there. You did mention it in the first episode. But we will get there okay. because it 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 proves what John okay. is saying. But okay. I want to okay. get okay. to what I want to make the point. Please, his point at this point. At this point, it, he just wants to sow distrust yes. and chaos in the entire techno economic system that we live in yeah he wants people to be like what the fuck nowhere is safe our right, people right. are our, our institutions are not protecting us they're failing right i'm leaving wall street to garden yeah i mean here's the thing it's, it's gonna happen eventually just wait well it's gonna happen because the 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 mega it, the the top is going to destroy itself yeah, it'll get and top we'll heavy all, and we'll all, or, or climate, we'll all climate catastrophe. It. It's or all going to happen not because of like lone bomb man, but because eventually the well, you know, it, the housing market. So in, in his manifesto, he says like any change that happens does not necess- It doesn't need to be, uh, you know, a majority take. It just you just need a very determined, capable minority. Every revolution starts that way. It's Someone like, who flees. You need to just convince enough dedicated people to do something, and 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 that's what he initially tries to do. So right, the guy who never, yeah, who hates people, yeah. yeah. Uh, so not a single friend. In eighty two, <laughs> May uh, Cinco de Mayo, wow. um, uh, Janet Smith, Ribbit. Uh, Secretary at Vandy Vanderbilt University, opens a package, blows up. Uh, she gets some burns on her hand, some shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Um. Full recovery, thank God. A month later, in June, man, I mean, he's really fucking. He's ripping yeah, it up. But people are still open packages. I mean, that's the thing that should have stopped. Oh, it changed. That, that changed. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I imagine a bit. And and that kind of was the point. <laughs> that's not a good point. That's not a good no, no, point. No, to make going to the post office a pain in yeah. the ass is not the a good post point. Post office no, is the best thing the, the United States has right. Ever and seen. imagine if it stopped working. Which you don't, they almost did. I mean, well, these he days. He would later go on. He's a regular uh, Paul DeJoy or when whatever he, his name when is. When he called in, years later, he he called in a threat mm. to uh, uh, SFO Airport in LAX and t- said that there are bombs on these USPS planes. Yeah. He gave tail numbers. Mm-hmm. And the USPS said, we are not delivering packages anymore. 
So that is kind of the point. Yes, but you're the, you know what? I'm the, not saying it's right. No, I know. I'm I know. Right. No, I'm, I'm, no you, I'm not saying you're arguing for him. <laughs> I what, 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 <laughs> what, what I love about that, though, is he doesn't realize that if the Postal Service stops delivering packages, FedEx is going to deliver them. Yeah. So now the private company is going to be making tons of money. How jazzed? We don't care about our employees. <laughs> Even less than the USPS. How jazzed do you think he was when Trump was going after them? Yeah. He was like, ooh, we can't count the votes. <laughs> so in 82, a month, a month after Janet gets some fucked up shit, uh, an engineering professor at Berkeley, mm-hmm. where he used to work. What? Um... Sounds like a Greek guy. Diagonese Angelakos. Yeah, it does sound like a Greek guy. Uh, funny note, Diagonese is the name of a uh, an ancient Greek cynic yes. philosopher yes. who lived in a wine jug eating onions and was friends with only dogs. Huh. Interesting. Did he rub shit on him? Oh, he smelled like shit. Famously. Oh, oh wow. That's uh, famously ate onions to keep people away. Wow. I wonder if he Like apples. He understood like apples, that. Really um, he got a package, blew up, got severe burns, shrapnel the lodge in his hands and face, full recovery. He's kind of a bad bomb maker, man. Yeah. You know, it is kind of like the Riddler in that he's, he is smarter than everybody, but you're not that good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. You know, and you're mad at the world. Yeah, the riddles are good. The bombs. The riddles are fine. Yeah, they could be better. They could be better. They could be limericks. And they're not jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then so uh, it was in 83 that he's he's fucking ambling around the forest and shit, stepping in deer shit. uh, Picking it up. And he's going to his favorite spot. And he sees that some son of a bitch put a road down. Oh. And which roads? Mean, which means he hadn't been there. Where he much. was going, he didn't need roads. That's true. If he if he was surprised by a road, it means he hadn't been there in at least a week. It is his favorite spot. Well, it's a big place. <laughs> it's his favorite spot. Well, his favorite spot is his cabin. Yeah. His favorite spot outside the cabin? Is the glory hole. Is the glory hole <laughs> carved in a goosing log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is probably miles away. (laughs) You know, favorite spots out there in the wilderness. Yeah. A minute to get to. True. Uh, And so uh, he said uh, in an interview. I couldn't believe there was a fucking road. (laughs) What do you say? He said it was that from that point on, I decided that rather than trying to acquire further wilderness skills, (laughs) I would work on getting back the system. Revenge. So well, this, what, what further wilderness skills did he need? Yeah, anyway? yeah. Dude, I don't know. Huh. I mean, there's a lot of wilderness skills you could have. Yeah, no, I was just. We about, don't even know. Like that, we don't. He was probably trying to figure out how to like overcome like uh, the uh, the centipede stampede when he was goozing a log. Yeah. Or how yeah, can I yeah. attract more centipedes? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I was, you know, I was a week away from taking a pottery, <laughs> and then I saw this road, and I, saw, I said, revenge. Ironically, he could have done with uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, dude, could you, I mean, I'm going to save what I want to say until later. Oh, you have a manifesto for later, good. I have a a comment on the manifesto. You have a a post-manifesto. Yeah, (laughs) it was in the post. You're a real manifesto. Uh, In 85, May 15th, 
um, this would be the first time that he somebody he that he would uh, fuck with suffered permanent injury. Yeah. Whoa! So finally, uh, you know, a, a good fucking ten years of bombing. Uh, well, almost ten years of bombing. Well, it's like the ten thousand hour rule. <laughs> yeah, you got to you, know, yeah, you got to work a lot of bombs. Yeah. Um, this would happen with uh, another graduate student from Berkeley, John Hauser. Uh, ship blows up. And he loses uh, four fingers, Whoa. a severed artery in his arm. Oh, yikes. Oh, and uh, 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 vision loss in both eyes. Permanent, partial vision yikes. loss in his eyes. Must have been a really appetizing looking package. That's fucking... Uh, in June, uh, not even a month later, uh, a bomb is... Uh, a package bomb is discovered and disarmed at Boeing. Now, when they dis- aerospace in Washington, when they disarm these, do they say? Well, whether- the other guy got almost disarmed. <laughs> but, huh? When they disarm the bombs, do they say whether it would have worked or? Uh, uh, do they say anything about the bomb when they, they go? To- they go should work. <laughs> should work. It's a bitch ass bomb, man. Yeah. It smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I already ate the dog hairs. No and else. horse feet. <laughs> Fucking thing, you never would have worked. Um. Uh, November 15th, 1985, uh, psychology professor, mm-hmm. and now you'll know this one, mm-hmm. one James McConnell, yes. uh, and his assistant, Nicholas Sweeno, are injured by a bomb addressed to McConnell at, uh, Ted's, uh, old, uh, workplace, the mm-hmm. uh, University of Michigan. Yes. yes. Now, McConnell is the guy... Who he was a um uh, well uh, the reason he was targeted was because he was a behavioral psychologist yes and to, this was another one of these fucking areas of science that Kaczynski hated yes because behaviorism posits that you can condition people to do anything or condition people out of anything right yes yeah, so we, we we talked about it in the first episode a little bit yes uh and. This was the guy, McConnell was the guy, who did the experiments where he would teach uh, worms to do mazes, Yeah, and then he would chop up half the worm, grind it up, and feed it to other worms, Yeah, and then supposedly, in one experiment, those worms that ate the other worms... Knew the maze. Yeah. But I believe he said it, it worked with rats, too. And, and it didn't. <laughs> uh, but at the time, it made him famous. Yes. I mean, especially yes. when Kaczynski was there. Yeah. yeah. It made him famous and rich. Yeah. He had a book that went like, it became a bestseller, but made it into Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean. You want to believe it? It yes. sounds just magical realism but you, but enough you to think be true. It was like outraged that he knew he was a quack. Uh-uh. No, no, no. He, I, I, he was outraged about the science of behaviorism and behavioral manipulation and, and, and uh, obedience. And, and you know, behavioral the the experiments done on him at Harvard mm-hmm. were in that same vein. Yeah, of behavioral manipulation, and I, I, particularly yeah, the obedience. The obedience thing was really it because obedience shows up a lot in the manifesto. It does, and, and sometimes capitalized. Oh, oftentimes capitalized, yeah. and you know, the science of behavioralism has merits, mm-hmm. absolutely, but and especially when you take into account. 
Ted's critique of society, which is that these things are in place to elicit a certain behavior from people. Yes. Yes. And those behaviors that it uh, elicits are there to serve the institutions. Best fees. Right. right? That's it. Yeah. I mean, every mobile game is... Mm-hmm. Has some oh, yeah, has some box. basis in every video game has you, a, is you, a Skinner this, box. This this will get them Just to one more keep level. coming back, coming back. A good book. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I believe, the Da Vinci Code is a Skinner box. I believe you best, get to the end of it, a chapter in Da Vinci Code, and you're like, all right, I got to read the next one. I think Best Fiends oh, wait, even in their ad. Elaborate on that. A Skinner box uh, is something where it's from BF Skinner, and it would be uh, I'm going to butcher exactly how the box works, where it's you, you complete a certain amount of tasks, and then you get a reward at the end. And the reward incentivizes you to keep doing the maze. Yes. And there and it's never ending. But, right. like, you know, uh, a good video game is a Skinner box. You level right. up, you get a new skill, and then you, oh, I want to play the next level. Like, right. how many times have I, in my 20s, played a video game till 4 in the morning? Yeah. When I was, I should have went to sleep. Right. Re, like, a good book is that, oh, wow, wow okay, I'm going to... Just this last page, this last chapter, and I'll go to bed, and then you end on a cliffhanger, and you get that dope, you know, dopamine drip, and you're like, "All right, I gotta go again." Yeah. And so, um, that's what that's you know you can extrapolate that to the the hierarchy of corporations and, sure. and promotions yes. and pay increases and yeah. you know carrot stick type of stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so he's got a point there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you gotta bomb the guy who fed worms to worms. But I think he also, to your point, John, that it got personal for him because you know the guy McConnell got rich and famous for being a professor. He was on yeah. like he would go on late night shows. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I think there's um, and the centering even around his home state shows it's personal. Uh, well, Michigan wasn't his home state, but it, no, 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 Chicago, uh, Illinois. Was, it is. Yeah, a lot of the stuff was Chicago. This was University of Michigan, where he went to school. He taught. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it has a lot of. Um, and then uh, I think, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. And this is this is actually one of the things I really enjoy <laughs> as a shithead. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> as a shithead, I as think. a shithead, I I enjoy this where. Um, he knows there's you know potential that it's not going to go off because he's not uh, the world's most trusty bomb maker. So he had he had the return address be some tech guy in San Francisco. Oh, no, oh this is a later bomb. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that his name was like Bong Hu. Yeah, it yeah, a, yeah. It was a Taiwanese guy. Yeah, or a Thai. He was Thai. Yeah, it was the thing. Oh, it was the one that it was the very last one. I think was it. I think it was the one of the but last. But that one. cracked me up. I know. I Did, was going to wait to uh, say. Sorry, it. sorry, sorry, sorry. Why you got to bring up the Asian shit right away, man? I was going to save it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying. Just the thing of like, I'm gonna inconvenience somebody I also don't like. Right. It was very funny to me. Uh, one thing. One thing I wanted to touch on though um, was behaviorism. Like that. That study of that can be used for for good. Yes. Things. You know, like of course. Yes. Psychology. Like yes. working with a therapist. Yes. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Yes. And, and you can rehabilitate prisoners. Yeah. There's. It, they're absolute. It's it's not all about manipulating people to buy fucking iPhones. But it does seem like a lot of the studies of it were like, how do we fuck with? What happens when we fuck with people? Well, yeah. a lot of the early studies. Well, because because it did it did come out of 
an those, era where the, there was this, a lot of unethical testing. Well, like, it came out of the soldiers coming back of the Korean War who said, no, uh, we're staying in China. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's where the, the this idea of brainwashing mm-hmm. comes from, and that's where this idea of behavioral... Yeah. That's where the term Manchurian candidate comes from. But And this is where that... that area of study comes from yeah. right and so it starts with a, a an idea where the u.s government says oh they're they're fucking stealing our brains right right and, yeah. and so we're gonna do terrible studies and, and he's right that we do. we our worst tendon you know we have all these amazing tools and technologies that are disposed and, and and i think he's even said it in his manifesto that you know technology can be used for great things it's just we suck and we're not Yes. You right. Know, right. Right. We we okay. our worst impulses take over. You know. Um, yeah. There's no. There's no app for. There's a guy that needs help over here right now. Oh, there is now. Better help. <laughs> Not a sponsor of the show, but better help. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that. Like, the app is like. Oh, there's a fucking terrible crime going down near you. Right. Yeah. The system app like, is like. Oh, somebody's like, being murdered. We're gonna send a private security do you, force. Yeah. Uh, do you want to buy the next door? It's like, hey, do you want to bitch about your neighbors? Yeah, here you yeah, go. Yeah. And, you know. But also, like, it got to. I think. I mean, ho- hopefully, as bad as it'll go with. When it was basically just exposed, like, Facebook totally capitalizes on your hatred and Mm -hmm. fear. Yes. And then that really came out, and then it was like, there was some kind of backlash to that, and it was Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, you know, the the throne wasn't deposed or anything, you know, like, but it was a thing of just like, we... We're pretty mad about this, and this is not okay. And here's why. The reason... it is the strongest emotion. Yeah. It's profit motive. It's sheer profit well, motive. It, it, yeah, and it's also, they, they, they tell the algorithm, feed them what they react to most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what people react to most are negative things. Yeah. That's how we survive. Yeah, we have yeah, a negative yeah. bias. We notice the tiger in the grass, not the grass. Yeah. I, I was talking and to, so I was, it, that's, it, is it the algorithm's fault? I guess human beings can... Uh, made the algorithm, but the yes. algorithm is just go to where they go. The algorithm is told, yeah, it's, it's just but told it's, you to know, feed it's them a, more of what you, they react you know, to yeah, and what yeah. people react to is negative shit. Yes. Aaron, I have an absolutely brilliant thing to say to you. Oh my God. And it flatters you, of course. Oh my God. Well, it makes it brilliant. It's, it's, a, it's an idea <laughs> that uh, you introduced to me, which is a thing where you have a uh, <laughs> a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. And oh. they say something to you uh, that is a shit test, you've called it? Uh, which is a term that I pilfered from the pickup artist community. Uh, yes. When I was oh, the shit doing test. a parody yes. character. Yes. yes. Uh, but it's a thing where somebody goes like, oh, yeah, like, um, you should you should hit on that girl if you want to. Like, to, like, to see if you're <laughs> yeah, going to yeah, yeah. like, or like, you know, like, no, uh, I'm, you, you know, I don't think, like, you can, um, you know, really love me, <laughs> like one of those kind of things where, right, you're, like, right. where you're like, you don't love me enough where, where to stand up where, for me. Where you're yeah. like, what are you doing here? And yeah. it's one of these things that happens. And of course, it's, 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 it's challenging it's, your it's, manhood it's, or your, it's, your, it's, your agency. It's reaction bait. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so there's a thing where it's you, clit bait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good, babe. <laughs> but there's a thing where you heard it here first. I think I, I think it could be uh, you could you could consider it altruistic to be like um, promote whatever people are reacting to you most because it, it, it it's 
what they're reacting we're to. Giving them what they want. But yes, then you also yes. realize if they're reacting to it, it means they'll see more ads and we'll get more money. So mm-hmm. it's totally a profit motive. Absolutely. And then it becomes a thing of right. Let's just uh, make all of media a shit test on a on a minute to minute scroll by scroll basis. Yeah. And, and and it is and include fake news that is just outrages you like like it oh, is it turns out um it's legal to fuck kids now like they'll just do shit like that mm-hmm. you know um, wait, 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 what you know what I'm saying well, you mean they'll say that on the news yeah like fake news shit will just be like oh, oh yeah. yeah like you know fucking blah 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 is legal and you're like no nah, it's not you know yeah if it bleeds it leads man uh, but I think that was basically they kind of were like uh you know. It's shit test, shit test, shit test. And like, and we're making so much money because it was at a time, especially when like older people were getting into Facebook. And they're stupid. And they believe anything. Right. They because read. they come from an era where there was the Fairness Doctrine and there was a Walter Cronkite. Oh, and, dude. And, and although there were only three sources of news, they did seem to have some sort of code. Yes. I mean, yes. there are more sources of news and information mm-hmm. than we could have ever imagined, and that's good. Yes. But there is so much bullshit. More bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I feel like they just don't have the ability to suss out that yes. shit, and so yes. they just inherently believe 100%. what they want to believe. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And there is... You know, uh, and that'll be dead. Compared to the Cronkite era, yeah, the corporate news is far worse. Uh, the BBC, you know, if you watch like when you're over there, you're like, there's there's no flavor to it. There's no sizzle. It was just like you know, this uh, happened well, here. This happened. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, uh, and th- those shows. Anytime Tucker Carlson or Alex Jones goes to court, they get sued for something. They say you were entertainment. I'm an entertainer. Right. I'm not a journalist. Yeah. I know it's a fucking joke. Please suck my dick. Yeah. Please. No, 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 I don't think they'd be good. Put the bow tie around your cock and balls yep. as a cock ring, which you need. No. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And blow me. No. It's just so infuriating, especially all the shit that happened in Buffalo, too. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Facebook bad. Walter Cronkite good. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, one also part of McConnell's thing was that, just as an aside, mm-hmm. uh, that in relation to the worms was that uh, memories could exist outside the brain. Uh, Whoa! Well, you know, if you <laughs> chop the worm up and you feed the worm to other worms, those memory—I mean, they're much more simpler organisms, of course. But and then they could theoretically be transferred to other organisms. So, uh, let's say, like in the Matrix or one of my favorite movies, Dark City. Yes. Uh, Here's a pill. Now you learn, now you can fly a helicopter. Right, right. Uh, and I think that was also something that Watchmen. Uh, hmm? Watchmen had the nostalgia thing. Oh, the uh, yep. television program Watchmen. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, and so you know there is. Um, I think that 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 rubbed uh, Kaczynski the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, right. And also, you know, it's it it's it's a lot more sexier than you know the. Advanced uh, mathematics. Yeah, transforms. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, whatever he's yeah, doing. Yeah. Um, uh, then December 85, he gets his first confirmed kill. Hey! Whoa! Uh, he, um, one of his bombs reaches uh, Hugh Scrutton, 
in the parking lot next to his Sacramento computer store. Mm, yikes. Yeah. I mean, this is a small bit. It's not the fucking CEO of Dell. Right. No. It's not Steve Jobs. Right. Yeah. And it's that was, a dude that, was, that has a computer store in Sacramento. Yeah. Right, but but in nineteen in nineteen seventy five in Berkeley, he once stepped on a man's foot. <laughs> oh, and uh, that, Hugh, Hugh Scruton. Yeah, yeah, and that was and that the Unabomber's foot. And he has never forgotten. <laughs> and that man was Dale Barra. <laughs> <laughs> and he was high as shit. Chopped to the gills. What's a computer anyway? <laughs> Shout out to the Blue Cane Baseball episode. Yeah. Wonderful episode. Yeah, right that's now. One, of the, one episode. of the best episodes we've done. Um, <laughs> so that, uh, it was uh, made to look like a piece of debris. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Just like outside the back door, like, oh, here's like a cardboard box and a piece of wood. And a- that mean, but that means the Unabomber had, he must have traveled there, right? Uh, that's what we assume. Yeah, yeah yes. he dropped it off. And, yeah. and that's the thing, too, was I think, you know, sometimes he wanted the intimacy of it. Well, right. and also spread it around. I can't right, have them right. all be in Chicago area. Mm-hmm. I can't have them all be at school places I used to work. And the yeah. mailings, the mailings were always coming from uh, other ma- other uh, uh, San Francisco. Right, right. So he would be traveling all the way from Montana to San Francisco just to mail something. Right. And so uh, the profile was was very much like, oh, this guy's in the San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. And uh, they 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 had changed the profile a couple of times. Yeah, sure. But it was always very intelligent, um, highly educated. Um, then, then he made it into like the wilderness. They had some stuff where like he was, like, like some stuff where it was out too. Oh, it yeah. was like like he failed out of school or like yeah. some stuff like or like, but definitely like he's got a hard on for <laughs> academics, yeah, academia. yeah, and and probably from academia himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the guy picked it up. And it was just like a fuck, basically a pipe bomb full of nails. Nightmare, oh, wow. nightmarish way. To go. Yeah, God. yeah. And this guy, this guy said, didn't die right away. Yeah, I think yeah, this guy. Right. I think he even wrote. I, I think this was the guy that he wrote in when when they raided him and they arrested him and and they, they found all the journals. They found all the journals. I think he said, "Bomb went off, killed the guy. Uh, most likely a painless. Uh, I'm, I'm happy it was a painless death, but." It wasn't. It wasn't. No, no, it was a horrific no death. Yeah. They found him screaming, a uh, bloody yeah, be- murder. Begging for help. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Um, Jeez. Now, this guy, Scruton, was a summer math student in 67. Ah, uh, okay. The year at Berkeley. Gotcha. No. His student? It, uh, not necessarily his. See? Was a student oh, at Berkeley see? in '67 when he taught there. I had the year wrong. He probably, but I wasn't, had the he act probably right. wasn't in the classes. He that, stepped on his foot. You know. Stepped on his foot. I call him strutting <laughs> scrut. <laughs> He's always stepping on. He's you. always stepping. <laughs> so stupid. Strutting scrut. That's good. That's good. I'm embarrassed. So, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, now it's now it's it now 1987. Nice, February 20th. Um, Gary Wright, Salt Lake City, 
Mm-hmm. Computer shop owner. Did again, yeah. Blast sends him flying through the air. Wow. 200 pieces of shrapnel torn to his body. Oh, God. Severing nerds in his arm. Oh. Uh, does survive. Oh. Well, still. That, Not that, only that. that time. We'll get to what happens with Gary Wright and David. Oh, no, no. David I'm, Wright? I was going to say, that was the event where uh, Teddy K was seen. Right, I thought that was the Sacramento one. Was that not the? No, was it, it was that one. It was the Sac- Salt Lake City one that John, would then go on to the be drawing, the sketch. The drawing comes from right. So the famous drawing that everybody knows mm-hmm. is actually the second. The f- there was a first sketch. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh huh. And it is. Um, it's in crayon. It's really bad. Uh, I'll show it to you. Right. Not. As a matter of fact, let Jamie pull it up. <laughs> uh, this is. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was the uh, after Gary Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, um, I think, a woman saw a guy and in the she, parking lot she for worked, twelve seconds. She worked in uh, Gary's store. That's right. After it happened, she was like, "I remember seeing a guy like leave a bag in the parking lot and like being like, what's that about?'" And it looked like this, which is not the famous one you all know, but yes. but close, close. No. Yeah, guy, hoodie, yeah. glasses, mustache, yeah. I think the second one uh, later, it was like a thing where, like, I, I remember being like, The wow. witness demanded years later, like almost 10, uh, not 10, but uh, five, six years later, she said, I want to, I need to do, do another one. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, so that was, um, Jeanne Boylan was the, the sketch artist. Yeah. Um, and, and the witness, uh, she de- insisted uh, that the 87 sketch be revised. To the wildly different, not really, but much more iconic. Mm-hmm. And also closer to his actual face. It uh, is. Yeah, it's closer to his face, which is, for a 10-year-old a memory. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, an 8-year-old, whatever, whatever uh, it must have been six, six years by the one he was arrested. Right. And this woman, GM Boylan, the the but the, it only the, sears deeper as the years but, go but by. No, but, no, no, dude, eyewitness that. testimony is the least reliable yeah. testimony. But of that, any but that second draft is 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 better. Yeah, it's because this woman is like the Michael Jordan of sketch artists. She did uh, the Polly Class abduction. She did a bunch huh. of um wow. uh, uh, off of just. That's a weird And, and when they found, I think when they found the person that took Paulie class, they were like, this is exactly him. Wow. They're like, this is uncanny. I don't know how. Wow. She, she's just like the best fucking uh, forensic sketch artist wow. in history. Yeah, no, that's, she, that's, I've never really explored that. That's very interesting. Can we do a quick break and come back? Absolutely. Yeah. We got to the drawing. I mean, that's a big deal. Drawings are great. <laughs> and after that, we'll find out who won it. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Sup? Uh, I want to send a special shout out to uh, Allison Molnar, my great pal from years of old, uh, one of the prettiest women on earth. And Hello. Um, she was really excited we were doing this. She was pumping it. She's a big Unabomber head? Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's uh, Ted K. She's, she's Freedom Club. Yeah. yeah. Freedom Club. Yeah. Honorary member? Huh? Honorary member? Yeah. Didn't know they let anybody in. Period. <laughs> <laughs> one man club. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even his brother couldn't get in. Yeah. Dude. 
fucking asshole. All right, hit me. Uh, so, uh, what's next? Where are we at? The year is now. Okay, so 87 was when uh, Gary Wright mm-hmm. just fucked up. Mm-hmm. Sketch made, released. Mm-hmm. Six years go by before anything. They almost dropped the case. Oh, he got uh, he got very afraid. Yeah, he was like, "Oh fuck!" And so this is kind of part of the, like a uh, uh, sort of uh, the bummer psychology too. The what? The bummer psychology. Uh-huh. As, as Not a, the bummers, as, as opposed to the the you know uh, serial killer, et cetera. Yeah, because right a, now he's only killed one person. There's a thing where not exactly serial, babe. <laughs> they do want the attention, um, but they are very afraid of the consequence. And mm-hmm. and and uh, that and he doesn't that will outweigh the need to complain. Mm-hmm. Um, for, what do you complain? Well, I mean, the, I mean about the, the system. The, bom- the bombing yeah. campaign is the complaint. Right. Yes, got, yes, it, yes, got, yes, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, and but not wanting to deal with the consequences, mm-hmm. and uh, particularly for him from uh, the uh, well, the consequences are severe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Ironically, later it would be perfect for him. Yeah. Um, so, sh- uh, but he he was afraid of uh, particularly confinement, uh, uh, authority, obedience. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and prison is all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he was like, and he knew he was seen. Yeah, and he kind of knew that he went too far, um, and. You know, Sacramento's uh, far, dude. But you know, the last two were drop offs. Mm-hmm. The other ones were through the mail, and it was a thing where like he was he was getting into the act. Yeah, and he knew that it like he overplayed his hand, and so the, yeah. so there's a thing where, um, in, in the psychology of people doing this kind of a crime, where they're like, okay, well, I don't want to do that, and if they can find an outlet, um for what I'm calling the complaint mm-hmm. in other ways grievance in, in other ways uh, they'll do that yeah. and so you see in those silent years um, a lot more acrimony towards his family mm-hmm. um, kind of opening up and being like you pushed me too far with this academia shit it wasn't fair it wasn't cool his brother would he stopped um, he stopped corresponding with his brother he called it that his brother basically through through the mail would was telling him that you know I'm 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 gonna marry this woman. I'm gonna move to the upstate New York. Yeah, David met a, a, a girl, and he was like, "I am abandoning the primitivist lifestyle." Man, you have sex with one person, all of a sudden you don't. Wanna I know, and that's the thing too. Like that, that's the thing too is that definitely the incel level jealousy is is playing a part there. Yeah, but it's also we were in this isolation together. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. we were, and when, and it is a thing. You know, like we talked, like it is. They were alone together, like uh, yeah. And the thing and, his and, mother said to him, and, to his younger brother was, "Don't abandon Ted." Don't abandon right. Ted. Like, you see, Ted abandoned. Ted was already abandoned by David. Him. Yeah, right. But in his mind, David, his younger brother, was alone with him in this, you know, this primitive but life also, lifestyle. But also, it, was, it wasn't it was fair because they bought that land together in Montana. And he said, and, and, he, and he was like, no, dude, I need to live here alone. Yeah. And so the, so David had to do it on his own. Yeah. But David David always looked up to Ted. Sure. And, and, and he loved him. And, and in, in fairness, Ted also 
loved his younger brother, mm-hmm. and he and and they were the only people that really could get each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, David is almost the example of what Ted could have been if things had gone right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, you and know. was not as smart. <laughs> sure, sure, but and and that and that good and yeah, yeah. and that's a burden. Yeah, yeah. being that that um, it, it it that in level of intelligence, with few exception, mm-hmm. is inherently a burden. Yeah, isolated. Yes, yeah. And and who are you going to talk to? A, a fucking uh, slide rule. His, like ma- his yeah, master yeah. mathematics thesis, like we said, twelve people in the country they said could even understand it. Yeah. So it's like that's already like. Okay, here's this award-winning thing you've done. That's like you know, uh, this achievement, and like I hope people like I hope that one day, his thesis and the other things that he published as a mathematician, one day down the road, are found in some way to be applicable to artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a real ironic knife in the side. Well, do you know what it, what it, what was his? Uh, it has a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I a, hope uh, so. It's uh, a formula for getting human shit into dog. Yeah, man. With, with, with the two, minimal amount of uh, strokes. Two two hands that have never done hard labor. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. Uh, I, it's like border transforms and something. It's. I mean, it is high level theoretical mathematics that. For most of regu- most of life has no application. Yes. But it, it's it's, but that's speaking from an idiot. Sure. So oh, and also, but I would say it's also part of his thing too. Where it's he, really about just the universe and all. But he was he was so uh, there, and he was going like, um, I I've I've reached this uh you know uh, fucking you know uh the summit of mathematics, and there's nobody to even talk to anymore. So it's very easy to see why he would quit and be like he's like it has no like it has no function in humanity and and so when people people were at uh, I think when he quit Berkeley were, were so surprised it, and they thought it was kind of like because of uh, the upheaval of the political times on campus right because uh, it's like you know everyone's fucking taking acid and, and fucking each other yeah and no one's wearing music. bras and, and he but, still can't but get he's laid. just still on his own trip yeah. you know but he's going like he's just like I'm just quitting math yeah. And then he, he he tied it back. I love foam. He tied it back to the thing of uh you know me and my brother have been talking about this primitivist thing. Meanwhile, the guy feeding worms to worms is fucking all the fucking all the coeds. Yeah. And he's tying and he's also bringing it back to you like the only happy times I've really had is like those camping times with my dad. Right. Harvard was the worst time of my life. Harvard was so, so he's going like oh, yeah I'm just gonna go back to this whatever, but when David abandons the lifestyle, yeah, it's one of the things where. They were alone, and like the letters from each other would be such a big deal, yeah. Um, that it was like you know, because mostly he doesn't do good things through the mail, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but like you know, uh, Dep- I mean, I think that depending on how many letters they wrote, <laughs> most of the good stuff were letters. Yeah, yeah. But he also is starting in those letters to have these complaints about the society that would show up in the manifesto. Mm-hmm. So then when 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 David uh, abandons the lifestyle, um he he's like, "Listen, um you cannot talk to me 
anymore. He's like, I'm, I'm you're writing, a sellout. I, I'm, you're, you're a sellout. I'm writing you off. And he goes, the only way I will ever um, respond to you is if it's an emergency. An emergency. And the signal is there's a line under the stamp. You write a, a, a like a horizontal line underneath Ho- the post, and that stamp. means and that means like I'll open it. Yeah. Otherwise, I burn them. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm not opening it. He burns them. So it was a thing where um, it wasn't until his father died. His father, no, his father, he was just sick. Oh, that's right. He had his lung father, cancer. yeah, he had cancer. Mm, yes. And then he was like, listen, like dad's really sick. Um, and uh, you know, he just he wrote he, back. He wrote back. And he just said. Thank you for sticking to the system. So he put a, he put a line under the stamp when he wrote that. He didn't say anything about uh-uh. his dad or whatever. And then um, I I guess like the next one still had a line under it when it was uh, when his dad died. Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, he sent one that was just a picture of his dick. <laughs> no, he did not do that. It was that you know that one that meme that went sending around a bomb to the mail right there. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the one where he's got the aviators on. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he he. He didn't come to the funeral, um, and he was like, I think he just, I think he just called his mom mm. and Ted, and then the only times, which is so funny to me, the only times after that, like, because he, he, he basically was like, I hate all of you, and that might have been because he, he couldn't blow off steam with his bomb-making career. Right. Which and, most of the bombs just did was blow off steam. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Most of them. Yeah. But he, I, and the mother is like going like, I don't understand. But also like, in fairness to Ted, they should have understood. They put him in a very bizarre position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And like, even just like when you had to skip grades, when he was being social, mm-hmm. after he had been highly antisocial or like a, a, allergic to socialization. Right. And then I think he, it's right around sixth grade. And then, and then you make and, him skip. And then you make him skip. And then you make him skip again. Like, and then you make him skip all the way up to Harvard and he's a 16 year old. Yeah. And it's like a thing where it's like, Dude, you know that there are other he, forms of education more important. Yeah. He needs mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And, and so they, in my opinion, they let him down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but the one thing was, like, his brother didn't. His brother, you know, stayed right. in until mm-hmm. this thing happened. But, like, you know, he's got his own life to live, and it's, it's not his responsibility to take care of his brother when mm-hmm. you're a fucking 40-year-old man. Like. Right. Yeah. And also, so the thing was, like, I won't read your letters unless it's an emergency. But also, like, he would write letters with tirades against this woman that had corrupted his brother. That he never met. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, <laughs> so we'll get to that. But, but, but like, but like, the incel. Because they grew up the, together. The, the incel. She's from their hometown. I yeah. Think. But the incel nature comes into it. And you can see that it's, it's, it is jealousy driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, not only did I not get a girlfriend, but my brother did. And you also. And he abandoned me because. And he abandoned of, me. Which is, you know. The, which it, is all. He never, his, and his, his brother did not abandon me. No. If you're only de- he abandoned everything. He abandoned society. He abandoned everything. Yeah. But it, it's just an immature reaction that it's, a lot of people have at some point it, in their lives. Just not when you're a 45 year old. No. Math, you shouldn't have that. Right. It's my, just a maladjustment. My big takeaway, I guess, is like it's a genius's decades long tantrum. Yeah, and, and he yeah, li- yeah. he lived in his own echo chamber, yeah. like you. You know, there's a reason that solitary confinement is is for most 
people cruel and unusual punishment mm-hmm. well, because you go crazier yeah. when yeah. you don't have any contact with people. Mm-hmm. And when you are so smart that you can feign sanity or, or actually maintain sanity in isolation, you just get, you just ruminate and ruminate on the same five experiences in your life that, mm-hmm. that impacted you because you haven't had any other ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, go fucking go to Disneyland. But not only that, like, here's, you, here's another idea. You gotta be around people. Here's another yes. idea. You're a person. There's, there's a thing where, uh, like I've said before, Tina Fey said, the best SNL stuff is the dumbest actors with the Harvard-educated writers. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing where that brilliant Harvard guy can see something from a dumb guy mm-hmm. and he's like, I just don't even operate at that level and like I'm now inspired mm-hmm. by a dumb guy's thing. Mm-hmm. But Ted, I don't think, even could enjoy that because... What, a dumb guy's thing? Yeah, even like because nobody's as smart as him. So he's not. He's he's never gonna think. So. I think he would have liked Van down by the river. But you, but no. I, but because he kind of lived in one. No, but seriously, <laughs> seriously, I don't think he could enjoy it for the reason of like he couldn't be inspired by even people he knew he was smarter than because, especially in those Harvard experiments, they had attacked his beliefs. Right, and he so, was very so much he, so a black had, or white thinker, and he yeah, had to yeah, double yeah. down on his beliefs. Yeah, just so, to survive. So it was All a right. thing where like. Influence is not really going to get anywhere with this guy. Right. He doesn't trust the outside. Right. And with good fucking reason, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like you can be brilliant and, and still and then you and get, still see a buffoon and go like, <laughs> oh, he's got it figured out. Yeah, the the you know the the mm. wisdom of Bay. You know, you can dumb happy shit. Yeah. Like, oh man, isn't that? But I, I feel like to a degree. That's what he was trying to do in his Luddite existence mm-hmm. was abandon his genius. No. But no let a, me let me That's a prison. Let me get it get let, me, let sure. me the point I'm making is that you don't need to be a mathematical genius to live out off the land. Mm-hmm. That all that shit that he was you know a prodigy at is inconsequential where he lives and where he wanted to live and where he advocated that we should all, the way we should all be living. It's so easy. A caveman could do it mm-hmm. because they did. And yeah. so I wonder if he resented, I mean, he clearly resented the way his, his parents pushed him towards that. And, mm-hmm. and, and he left it, you know, at the drop of a hat, maybe he realized the futility of it all. Uh, and the fact that it was kind of probably contributing to the, techno-industrial uh, uh, complex. I think he was going back to the one warm memory of his childhood. I think and, that too. And I think um, it was more of an like an outcome of what, you know, the, the takeaway from the Bobby Fisher thing of take that paranoia, ge- genius paranoia off the chessboard. And now it and goes now, into now it goes into real life. Right. And and now you focus on and for that everything guy, else that you see wrong. For that guy, it was a chalkboard, and it was math problems. Right. And once he was there, it, it was, became and, a book. He it became books and the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. So maybe he should have stayed a mathematician. Uh, but the, one of the closest relationships he had was uh, the town librarian. That's right. Yeah. 
And and she knew him. Uh, I think like in, in the 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 neighbor who he killed a lot of dogs. He probably like, she probably should just uh, tell me to shush. This is a library. Yeah, bitch. But uh, yeah, she knew because he he would look for really obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know another thing. Uh, <laughs> ironically, uh, as reliable as the postal system is the library system. It's like yeah, you can get anything, and, and if they don't through, have it, they'll through, get it. Yeah. They'll get it. I mean, I know people that were like. Here's this horribly obscure academic, tech, and they're like, "Oh, it's in Indiana. We'll have it here like in two weeks." Yeah, mm-hmm. that's insane. Yeah, God bless the public library system. Do you want a movie? Go to the library. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't, but you can. You can get tons of shit. You can get Video everything. games, everything mm-hmm. there. Uh, it is one of the few wonderful shining beacons of our public service system. Not in the postal service. The postal service is. In my opinion, the one the tippy top. Uh, other than in some major cities like in LA, it's it kind of sucks here. But in general, the I, postal they service they give me shit. Yeah, they give me shit. But sometimes, yeah, they 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 push them too hard too. They push the workers too hard. They don't Probably. pay them enough. That's, uh, that, that's and, definitely and they've true. been infiltrated by uh, private yes. assholes. But the postal service, the library, firefighters, etc., love them. Uh, Ted's book, uh, or Ted's uh, his his thesis, was boundary functions and sets of curvilinear convergence for continuous functions. Hmm. Okay, yeah. And it's functions. mostly Greek letters of the alphabet. <laughs> mm. uh, well, fun- yeah, and functions are usually dude. It, there's no fun in functions. Uh, oh, he uses we a lot in it. Thus, by is there Richard, an abstract? Dude, no, no, the, uh, not uh, not no, but that does say we. He does use we a lot in it. It's a royal weed. So. Yeah, but it, so. he uses it in his manifesto too. Mm-hmm. Let X not uh, sigma A be given. We must show that G to the Z arrow zero as Z approaches. Anyways, mm-hmm. ah, it is weird. Yeah, but I mean, I think yeah. I think in a lot of I think in a lot of theses you you do use we. I don't know. Fuck, I just made that up. Yeah, you like include this like crew behind you. Yeah, my whole yeah, yeah. freedom yeah. boys. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> okay. So, did I just erase my notes? Oh, no, here we go. Um, so there's that six year period, you know, yes. in 87, he kind of disappears. So he's back in the woods again. He got scared, you know, he gets spooked by the notoriety. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he gets spooked by the picture, right? The picture, right? Yeah. And he yeah. thought they were coming from right away, yeah, yeah. Um and you know, but, but the really dog, they dog they, they still had it's no fucking clue. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, they had no idea. I mean, it's a picture. It's not a location. And, and he did a very good job of a you know, uh, obscuring what materials he was using. Right, right. And, and t- t- today there would be license plate cameras that would right, which, which is what he was complaining about. Yeah. Oh, and exactly. another thing uh, too is it, there uh, was one security ca- later. There would be a security camera photo of him mm-hmm. at a post office, but also uh, pre DNA. They, I think, yeah, uh, I think later on they did get some DNA from a stamp, that, and, they, but, it was, and they narrowed it down to three percent of the population and German shepherds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The dogs lick them. <laughs> uh, Hair of the dog. The we bitch. think he might be German, sir, <laughs> or a shepherd. Uh, but I think I, I was watching one of the documentaries on him, and, and I think, in fact, it was in his voice in an interview. He was saying, "Yeah, they got some of my DNA from a stamp, 
Right. But the DNA, the DNA thing. Uh, science, who later go on to bomb a geneticist, yeah. The the science of DNA profiling wasn't advanced enough, right. and so they could only get you know segments, and they narrowed it down to three percent of the population. He says so three percent of a population of three hundred million, it's you know millions of people. So they don't get me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also he did. It's not like he ever gave DNA anywhere. Mm-hmm. In fact, no, he, he never had sex. That's <laughs> true. It's good. You can give DNA lots of ways, pal. You've got yours fucking all over the well, never, California no, no one area. Asked, no one asked him to spit on them during sex. <laughs> you know? I think he probably spit on that lady that wouldn't have sex with him. Well, he did take a dump in her car, so <laughs> there was something. There. Oh, yeah, that's where they're getting most of his DNA. <laughs> yeah. It's from his doo-doo crimes. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, Imagine being like a fucking genius playing with your own shit all the time. Uh, so do you want to talk about uh, being uh, there in the woods for six years and his neighbor? And, and no, no, actually... Uh, um, I don't have a thorough knowledge about that, but I know that it was a thing like basically they would come on the property. The neighbor's dog, he was yes. he was he was a loner, but he was, you know, nice enough to the neighbors. And my neighbors, it's like Neighbors. Yeah, right. Wait, wait, wait. Huge, huge and distance. He, and, and he's very aware of where his land is. Yeah. yeah and but also you, I mean, what it would be interesting to know with their living situation. The dogs like, would be barking. But, but no, but, but I, but I, shits on his property. But I mean, their living situation, like, they probably moved to that area to be secluded, probably like a large house, but like a nor- like a normal seclusion life. And then they go. Not a one bedroom Then they go. Shack. Not a one When we shack. walk two miles down there, there's the shack guy. And it's Ted. We know yeah. Ted. But that's. Oh, no. You wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't even go there. No, but no. But no, his neighbor. His neighbor wouldn't like see his place. He probably wouldn't see his like, place. You would just see amount, him at the, the general store. Yeah, the amount of land you got. You would see him on the way to town. No, no, but one of the neighbors later would bring the FBI to you years later. Okay, yeah, okay. And that's probably because they follow the trail of dog blood. Okay, okay. So, yeah, go on. so I'm, I'm just as imagining. As the years would go by, he would eventually, he, they, the guy, the neighbor's like, yeah, I know he killed one of my dogs. Mm-hmm. I heard it was as many as nine. Like, I know he killed one of my dogs. Yeah. And then when the eight other ones died, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Ted. And it was it was poison, so the dog came back and died, you know. Oh, that was Putin. Putin poisoned those fucking dogs. Um, <laughs> but how did Ted kill them? Do you remember? I don't know how he killed them. Yeah. Um, but I think it was, yeah, I think poison. he sent them, like, a, a package. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Dear Fido. <laughs> Wow, Fido wrote a package he returned really? sent to himself. <laughs> Weird. Wait, like he's got shitty fucking hand ready, <laughs> and he's got shitty fur. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it would be. I mean, people thought that the, the Unabomber died, went underground, like just ended his his shit. And then in 1993, the bitch is back. The bitch is back. He uh, uh um a geneticist. Mm-hmm. At the University of uh, San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, one Charles Epstein, no relation, <laughs> uh, opened a padded brown envelope. Uh, it exploded, uh, blasting apart three of his fingers, breaking Jesus. his arm, burning his hand, face, and abdomen. And this guy was a geneticist. Uh, he had breakthroughs and down. He was the first guy to to um, posit that Down syndrome would be the result of a, a extra chromosome. Mm. Oh wow! And and it, years would go by before he was vindicated. Wow! I mean, the guy was 
doing the Lord's work, I suppose, you know, of creating, you know, four-headed people and giant cock people. Sure. But understanding of, of, of what makes that, that difference uh, is pretty important. But also the... How do you make a big cock person? Well, well, you... You, you name him Bruso, right? <laughs> well, also that makes it, that definitely helps. Uh, but you take a small cock and you add cocks on top of it. In a trench coat? Well, ideally. <laughs> I'm not wearing a trench coat on my cock, dude. I'm sorry. But, uh, but the, uh, the gall of this guy. The small, like, a small brown envelope sounds like over the six years he had designed a better. Yeah, he got better. Yeah, he went instead of, you know, that first bomb that he made, um, it was like in a little box type package. And it, it was um, a nail tensioned by a rubber band. Right, that's right. That when you opened it, the rubber band would. Sp- strike the nail across matches which yes. would, mm-hmm. he would then go on to use uh, electric cook, it would cook peewee's breakfast <laughs> <laughs> I think they use it in an okay go video <laughs> at one point <laughs> exactly uh, that's breakfast <laughs> very nice ah pit of the food don't eat my cereal oh uh, package from Ted K <laughs> <laughs> boom that's a magic word <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was able to battery like electronic ignition and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he got better. Yeah. Uh, two days later, wow. A Yale computer scientist, uh, David Gellertner, part of the whole Yale thing. Uh huh. What kind of what's that whole Yale thing? Harvard Yale rivalry, you mean? <laughs> what is that whole Yale thing, John? What is that whole Yale thing? A lot of cocaine, homosexual sex. <laughs> what what was that lucky, from? If you're lucky. American Psycho. Oh yes. Dude, I get it remember. Like I just know that. Yeah, it's great. It is good. Yale. Um Yale. I, I, it's I I'm sorry, I don't know if Dale died. Um but so him? far he's only got one kill. Yale Dale. <laughs> Yale Dale. Uh, okay, no, no. Yeah, uh, David did not die, but he did get fucked up. David like, is his name now. David Gallertner from Yale University. Oh, okay. oh, you said Dale. Did I? Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, you well, made a, you made a portmanteau. It's fine. I'm a rich man. <laughs> it's a Dale as old as time. <laughs> a Wong as old as rhyme. A year and a half later. So this is now December 1994. An advertising executive, Tom Mosser, uh, is the second fatality, the second murder. Really? Yeah. uh, He was a Navy vet, served in Vietnam, and uh, he was was targeted because he was a... (laughs) This is actually kind of understandable. Uh, He was the guy who helped Exxon clean up their image after the Exxon Valdez spill. Mm, That was... One where I was going, hey, okay. I'm not no, saying. Not, I'm not. I'm say, not. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying you should have done it. That's a. But I understand that one's a wash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that one is a wash. I'm sorry. No. You know how much Dawn dish soap they had to use to clean up those baby ducks? I mean, they, they put on their advertising. A now. lot. That's how much they had to use. I know. They yeah. probably own Dawn. They probably own ducks. Fucking assholes. A lot of Paul Malve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, and, and so he's you know his, his thing is back to this behavior thing. Which yes. is the business of the advertising public relations. Well, he probably he probably rented they live from the library, and, uh, and he, he, put the, I, he but he's going into the disaster capitalism thing. At that point, like the geneticist thing is like a thing where it's like, oh, manipulation. It, it, of oh, the, oh, it's but it, but it, he he's still he's op- far far. He's in the operating on a sci-fi level, but he is not totally wrong. I mean. Mm-hmm. I, he is, he's a bad guy. You, you know what I'm saying. No. He's, he's, he's thinking very far ahead with the genetic stuff. Yes. But he's going back to the, the behaviorism. Exxon, the Exxon thing is the thing where it's like. Well, it's still. Bro, it's, you, it's eco. It, it, it's at one, on one side, it is the eco terrorist stuff. But on the other hand, it is. I don't like you because you are in the business of manipulating public opinion and behavior. Yeah. And that yeah. is what public relations and advertising is. In fact, the guy that invented public relations, Edward Bernays, was Freud's nephew. Mm-hmm. And he would use oh, wow. Freud's uh, uh, you know, theories, a lot of which are... And know, that's why been, there's so much uh, uh, incest porn, right? Yeah. Well, that's why Pepsi wrong. had that whole fuck your mom campaign. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he was using... Fuck your mom is the choice of a new generation. <laughs> or... Every generation? Or... <laughs> Just Kill your dad while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a pussy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pe- Pepsi and a pussy. <laughs> Just give me something without any dad in it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Dad free chose a new generation. Yeah, God. Um, dad free. <laughs> so uh, he killed that guy, which honestly is fine. Um. Stupid! What a stupid show we have. We have a very <laughs> stupid show. Crystal Poppy. We're talking about the Unabomber killer guy, and we just thought of Pepsi's real secret campaign. No, no, no but I mean, there, there is. I mean, like we're seeing, and which is savage and wrong. Feel like oh, the guy, the, the 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 apology campaign tour for for this horrible thing. Yes. It was a fucking joke? Yeah, yes. and you're going no, like, no, it is bad. You're like, That's not okay. But like, it is bad. The, the the guy doing stuff, working about like Down syndrome. It's like, right. It, it's kind of it's the Cyberdyne thing. It's like nothing bad. This is, is why I wanted him to watch Terminator yeah. and Terminator Two. Nothing yeah. because that's what Sarah Connor was doing. Yeah, yeah, nothing bad has happened yet. Right. You know, it's and, like, so, and that's why Sarah Connor was doing all that shit in Terminator Two, and that's why they went after that fucking guy and. He, <laughs> and he clicks the thing. Right. It's great. Yes. It's great. I stand by it. And I stand oh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day? I do. The blockbuster? You stand by it? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Most right. most people do. Well, if they go and listen to my explains it all of Terminator and Terminator 2, <laughs> I think everybody will. <laughs> so, continue, please. 1995, April 24th. Uh-huh. Uh, Offspring on the charts. <laughs> Clinton's oh. in the White House. Self-esteem. <laughs> oh, dude, you gotta keep them separated. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, uh, the president of the California Forestry Association, Gilbert P. Murray, uh, is the third and final fatality. The president of the Forestry Association? Well, you gotta understand. Okay. That's, that's not who he meant to kill. Oh, Yes, but oh yeah, this is a late blunder. This is, but it is the the position was who he did want to kill mm. the previous 
uh, CEO and president of the Forestry Association, William Dennison. Oh. Uh, he was the president from 1980 to 1994, and he was a very visible uh, 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 figure, and he was not very popular mm. uh, because he was a he was basically a shill for the timber industry. He was basically the oh, Louis wow. DeJoy. Yeah. Louis uh, DeJoy is to the Postal Service as Dennison was to the Forestry Service. Yes. He uh, fought against environmentalists on the behalf of logging industry. Do, would you mind explaining the Louis DeJoy thing real quick? Louis DeJoy is the head of the Postal Service. He was a Trump appointee. Yeah. He used to run a, a private shipping company. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Just, it's something we can't gloss over. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, briefly mentioned earlier, I, I said Paul DeJoy, but it's Louis DeJoy, yeah. and you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Uh, uh, they were going to uh, turn all the mail trucks into electric trucks, and he scuttled the deal and made them buy... Four, mi- four miles a gallon gas guzzlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah. these are like the trucks that they use. He was going to slow years. down the mail service. Especially right during the election, an election where there was like right. the most mail-in okay. votes and all that stuff. Gotcha. He's still the pres- He's still the head right now, and I don't think that is going to last. Mm-hmm. No, hopefully. But he also could have probably been removed. By Biden, yeah. Yeah. What well, the there's fuck? a lot going on right now. Yeah. Hey, come that's on. why you hire people. <laughs> come on. To on. remove. To I know, dude. He's I'm- old, man. He's old. He's biding his time. <laughs> yeah, you got to get rid of the guy. Um, is he? Or is he not? So <laughs> I don't think so. So he meant to kill Dennis, and he ends up killing Gilpie Murray. Yeah, that's a fuck up. Uh, if only a Netscape. <laughs> I was supposed to be here today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my first day. <laughs> this is great. I'm in charge. And then, ooh, fan mail. No. So wait, did <laughs> was it addressed? Yeah, it was addressed to the old guy. Yeah. Oh. And there was the thing. It's like he lives in the woods. He doesn't know who's in charge. Yeah, dude. Right. There's no internet. And if I mean it's, no, it's the beginning of the internet. Yeah. And this is where it gets interesting and where I want to bring up a point. Um in ninety five, he mails several letters to media outlets mm-hmm. outlining his goals and demanding that a major newspaper prints his thirty five thousand word essay. Which you can get on Amazon. Really thoughtful. Called of Industrial Society and Its Future, which the FBI dubbed the Unabomber Manifesto. Uh, and he demanded it would be printed verbatim. Mm-hmm. And he said, I will desist from, he says, from terrorism. Yes. If the demand is met. He knows it's terrorism. Yeah. I mean, the purpose is, you know, uh, a little bit of directed violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes a long way. Um, and. Uh, Janet Reno and FBI Director Louis Free, uh, they recommended that they publish it mm-hmm. uh, out of concern for public safety in the hope that a reader would identify the author. But it was a long debate. It was a long debate. The Post and the Times were like, ah. and in steps Bob Guccione of Penthouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And Bob Guccione Jr., fuck you, too. He goes, I'll publish, I'll publish this he goes, fucking I'll publish shit. It with full bush. Oh, right. baby. Right. And Axl Rose is, you know, so... He goes, I put out Caligula, baby. Yeah. Yeah. This Unabomber is the next big thing. You gotta, you gotta turn... It's a real lip turner. Yeah. Because, uh, because I think at first it was... Uh, like they might uh, the post and, and and the times were like, oh, we might not do it, and then there was almost a thing where Guccione's going to do it, and it, it and and Kaczynski said, well, because it's a less respectable publication, I'll kill, I'll do I'll, I'll do one more, I'll do one more killing, I'm gonna do one more because. because 
He's like, if it's not a reputable source, like the Times I'll and the Post, more, yeah. and it's the penthouse, he goes, it's still getting out there. That's good. He goes, but I got to do one more. I got to do one more. So, he, Which is really just a threat to get the Post and the Times to do it. Yes. Sure. But at the same time, you can only imagine there's a, a penthouse reader going, he, well, you know, the environment is actually a lot more important than I thought it was. So here's the thing. This is, I love this would go on. I, I love Bush. Eventually, I love Bush. Eventually, the Washington Post uh, would publish it verbatim. Mm-hmm. They made a whole section in the newspaper. Didn't they, didn't they tandem it? No. The New York Times paid half of it. They paid for half of it. Uh, they said, well, well, we're not publishing it, but we'll pay for half of the publication because it took a, they had a whole section of the newspaper. It's 35,000 really, really words. It's really too many words. It's a, it's a, it's you, a lot you, of words. You would, I mean, he, he needed an editor. He's a math guy. He needed an editor. So... But it was, they give it its own, its own type. It's it's a whole distinct section in the newspaper, and it would actually go on to be, ironically, the last kind of print, print phenomenon. only phenomenon proving Ted's Prove, point. Here's the thing: Could you imagine if Ted waited until he could have had a website? Mm-hmm. Right. He would need to rep- rely on any of this, and he could have got his message out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many followers of fucking Q because 4chan exists, mm-hmm. and none of that shit makes any sense. Well, well, yeah, but he would have had to wait, and also two I, years, I, and also, also, Matt, no longer. Matt, it was, uh, it he was, could have used like that's the thing is that, like if he really read Nietzsche, he would have known that sometimes to destroy the beast, it, you have to become the. It beast. was, it was, it was a thing too where uh, the. Like it sold out. Like it was like a thing. Yeah, it was no, like a no, phenomenon. No, no, no. I imagine. Yeah, and they, imagine, and they, they did not print anymore. They did not print anymore. So it was the thing where it was like, you know, uh, people were like, you know, kind of like craving this. They were like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Then they, they and like, also, oh, also a big thing about it was in the debate was the guy that did uh, the profile and the profiler um, who had stuff wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, like we said, like he he wasn't a, a failed academic. He loved hats, uh, but he yeah he had some problem or whatever. But but he he was the one that was really going like he was like publish it, and he goes because probably it will lead in thirty five thousand words with with the, with, ev- ev- with everybody still reading the newspaper, right? Yeah, it'll help us find him. Well, there there there's that one paragraph that was all about uh, human shit in dog hair. Yeah, yeah and everyone was real. Like someone, yeah. had, someone had baked beans. Yeah, and they said, "I know that guy." Yeah, and then they looked up that article of uh, gardens and homes. Yeah, how to get human shit into <laughs> your dog's hair, yeah. and they were like, "Hey, wait, this sounds like the same verbiage." So, uh, but before they do publish it, <laughs> when initially they don't publish it, um, he does send the letter to the San Francisco Chronicle, saying that he threatens a flight out of Los Angeles. Uh, and that's when the post office was like, well, what if we just stop doing fucking packages? Because this fucking is bad news. Right. Uh, it says, warning, the terrorist group FC called the Unabomber by the FBI is planning to blow up an airliner out of Los Angeles International Airport. Fly Sometimes out of the next few days. And then like two days later, it goes, yeah, I was just fucking with you. Right. He just pranked. He just did a prank. Just I, I, That's also kind of weird to well, me. Well, the jerky boys are big then. So. <laughs> you think he had a fucking yeah, no, So he probably knew. <laughs> yeah. Um. That was something this weird. This is Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. He, he killed I, my dog. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to bomb your place, man. What? That was a thing. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. That was a thing in the church. So they publish it. 
they published the fucking thing. Uh, and again, I just can't help but really relish the irony of like, dude, if you would have just waited until the internet took off, you could have got your me- I mean, because yeah. a lot of people yeah. read this shit mm-hmm. and was like, dude, he's got a lot of fucking good points, man. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's critical of leftists in it and, and conservatives. And he has a little more ire for leftists and he calls leftists mostly losers. Hmm. Uh, I think he's got some racist stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, you know, like his, he's not dying on that hill. But. No, 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 no. But there's just like some like asides to like, the, like black population or something mm. where you're like, oh, come, come on. on. Have you ever met a black person, Ted? And those are the Italians. Have you ever met a person, Ted? Yeah, yeah well. So. Have you ever been a person, Ted? No. So David, his brother, yes. has, uh, is married to Linda. Now, she already didn't like Ted. Huh. Based Wait, on uh, the few interactions that they had had. Which they didn't have any. No, she had, she, well, she read the fucking letters. She read the letters. And so it was this thing of like, you know, this uh, harlot in your house and they're taking you away. Oh, she, no, but she knew Ted when they were young. They, they, yes, they, yes. she knew him from when they were young. Yes, yes. Um, so and, she reads the manifesto. Mm-hmm. And they had already, wow. they had been talking about Ted for a minute already. Um, because, but David would worry about him. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot. And his, Estrangement from um, and, and from tech, just his whole thing about technology and stuff, and then the manifesto comes out, and wow. she really becomes suspicious. She yeah. reads it and she goes, she goes David, "Read yeah. this." Yeah. And she goes, "This sounds like you're really dead." And so they hire, um, but David at first, and this is something I love in like a, a couple scenario. David is like. My brother is not the Unabomber. Uh, okay. And then, and, and then he goes, uh, you know, um, he, he's like, I just had my mom move up to New York, mm-hmm. and I've got all of Ted's letters. He goes, no, you read them. He goes, I'm going to read these side by side. And he goes, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, my brother's the Unabomber. Yeah. So they, and, hire a, they hire a PI. One of the phrases. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. They hire an attorney and hire a PI. Yeah, smart move. And they look into Ted. And this woman, Susan Swanson, is the is the um, private private investigator. Mm-hmm. And then they all they all gave these letters to the FBI of, of, that that you're mentioning. Uh, and they give it to a hostage negotiator, criminal profiler, and they, they look at him. And that was a big deal, dude. It, they he waited. It was weeks, weeks before they turned over the, the oh, before yeah. they contact the FBI. They, they like he really wanted to make sure. But the thing that the nail in the coffin for David was the this phrase, phrase in the manifesto, which that was I, he probably done in letters to David. Yeah, and yeah. he said, "Cool headed logicians." He talks about the left. He says, "That sounds he, that, like what was the what was the?" It's a, it was a punk band uh, from DC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the late eighties. Yeah. What was Plato the, on the bass? <laughs> the media with like the the media episode we did. I can't remember the. the the guy's name, but the really eccentric uh, writings that guy. Oh, on the uh, Frankenstein computer yes, complex. Frankenstein the cool head of magicians of the Frankenstein computer brain. Yes, it sounds very much like I, that. I, I went to 
Bill Prince, give this gentleman the cool-headed logic. <laughs> give him cool head logically. Yeah, so he was yeah, he was cool-headed logicians. He talks about uh, you know the left who claims to be even, cool-headed logicians. Even runs cool-headed on- cool-headed logicians would know that. Blah, blah, like, and it's like that's it, such a dumb phrase. Andy Sprinkles dude. was a cool-headed logician, and, and she a, was. It's such uh, a yeah, dumb. But, it's a dumb but phrase. she knew it sounded like him because of the hate letters about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she had read. And she's going just like, like the all the just the way the style right. of writing. Plus, a logician should be cool already because they're a logician. Aaron, do you, do you have anything where in your head you would think there would be any suspicion from David with everything you knew in the years ensuing? Like even when he heard, like just looking at it through the news, Michigan, Berkeley, where he would just Berkeley. where he would go like he came here and then maybe that's Ted. Do you ever think that? I mean, if my my brother was... If my brother was brilliant, alone in the woods, and angry, I might go there. Yeah, well, like, I think you and I both, we have similar brothers. Yes, we do. And I... I mean, in a lot of... In very many ways. Very, very. Uh, And... I, I still would it would still like let's let's take our brothers and dial them up to a hundred. No. On the negative side. Mm. It would still be very hard for me to believe. To me, right, for same. me to believe. Yes, yeah. Because I, like, I just he's not the you know. So I unless I'm presented with evidence where it's like, man, he says this fucking shit all yeah, like this yeah. is his phrase. That's his catchphrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be really hard. Uh so I don't fault him for I don't fault him no, for that. I and don't. that's why you need a nice woman in your life. Or man. Or man. You need somebody in your life yeah. to call out your blind spots. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's just so funny anyway where it's like cause she was like <laughs> and he's going Oh my brother's because he hates you. The he, famous guy. He, he's the Unabomber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That cracks me up. Yeah. And then it's oh, like. Oh, just because. And then, all of a sudden, because my brother doesn't like you, he's the number one most wanted man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On exactly. the FBI's most wanted. And, and then. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, and then on the tail end, she's doing like the longest I told you so. Of yes. All time. Yeah. <laughs> he, She's like, did you take the trash out? And he's like, no, I, I did. She's like, remember when I told you yeah. that your brother was a Unabomber? Well, you, you didn't believe me when I said your brother was, uh, you know, the guy in, in the aviators. Remember that? David, it's quicker if we take... I told it, him I, you bought him those glasses. It's quicker if we take the 84. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Remember when I told you your brother was a Unabomber and you didn't believe yeah. me? Yeah, I'm sure the 84 right. isn't quicker. <laughs> <laughs> so What um, do I know? <laughs> I just ended a decades-long terror reign. <laughs> There's like I think it was a million-dollar reward. Um. So, uh, FBI uh, in '96, the FBI obtained a search warrant on April 3rd, and they, and they raided his cabin the same day. But before that, they were they staked it out for a yeah, while. Yeah, they did stake they did it, it out. out. Yes. They staked it out for a while, and then there was kind of a thing where... Yeah, because uh, this is... There was some kind of a leak, and the press were going to go with it that the suspect was Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, and they and were the, like... And the feds were like, please dude, don't, dude, please dude. don't. But for a while... Was it, he going to get a newspaper? In, in, like, the town where he's going to the library, for yeah. instance, there's FBI guys... Yeah. Which probably to him looked mad obvious. I don't know. I'm sure shit doesn't change that much in a, a tiny Montana town. Well, to be fair, the FBI does have like a 
fucking like facility where they and they also they have like they like you train on being the normal guy in a place, right? And they also specifically <laughs> it's, cited it's, uh, that's a great way to put it, Matt. They, they speci- the FBI has a facility where you train to be a normal guy, and, and by facility I mean like mini mini no, town. I, no, I, I, I it's I, like I, I it's a real yeah, where they're like they practice blend bank, in. They practice bank robberies. They practice just no like shit. yeah. Uh, but, but I'd like to learn more about that. But a bunch of people doing a stakeout yeah. and, and there's it's a town where there's not new characters and then there's right, a right, bunch right. like right. I don't know no no sure no no but, yeah, but also I, he's not in town a lot. he's not in town a lot so you know you um, got I mean, all you need is like two fucking and, guys and they were also really freaked out about this thing because you know it, it's guys you know like fucking I don't know Ted Koppler whatever the fuck was wants, wants to break it yeah, who, who the big anchors back then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, take, oh, you yeah. know uh, Sam uh, Donaldson or no, whatever. No, no, no. You, it was um, who's the really great one? Oh, no, 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 no. no. The guy that was for Geraldo. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so sorry. I said. It was fucking what's his name? Uh, Tom Broca? No, 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 no. The dude from, just, the dude from Texas. The dude from Texas that went on a memoir tour. Uh, uh, fuck. A huge like networking. Yes. Yes. For years and years and years yes. and years. The good looking one. Uh yeah. Oh uh, fuck. Um we're, we're, we're not thinking, but but it, it but the, the 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 last good respectable one who was an anchor for like fifty years. Oh, Dan, so, Dan Rather. Dan Rather. Rather. I think but, it was Dan Rather. But so it was a thing. And too, he was like, "No, I won't do it." Where they were specifically saying, "Like, please don't do it," because like we don't want another Ruby Ridge type yes. situation. Right. Right. And you know they, he's and you know he's got guns. That up. Uh, and, and he's got flint locks probably. And, yeah, and, yeah. and Ruby Ridge is what two years before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and they but they really fucked that up. Oh yeah, and then they fucked up Waco maybe the same year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. was yeah. was Waco ninety six? It was real double whammy for uh, fucking up. For I stuff think Waco was before. But so it wasn't me. No, I think they, 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 the ATF and FBI had had a couple of bad runs. It was bad, 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 and also, um, a big guiding hand in it who was David going like, dude. Don't do not fucking kill my brother. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. So because he was the guy that like brought him the whole thing, showed them everything, but he was going like, listen, I like, I like, I love David in this story so much. Mm-hmm. There's a, and there's more reasons too. You'll find out later. Yeah, yeah. But but anyway, it, we'll get to it. So they uh they raided shit and they found bomb making materials, a live bomb ready to be for mailing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the original manuscript of the manifesto. 40,000 pages of journals recording his daily life, his bombing campaign, and his sense. anger There's at society. Which seems like such like a seven influence, doesn't it? Well, oh, yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, no, but, I mean, journaling is And if David Fincher you. wrote it, that'd be yeah. like fucking dildos hanging But a guy alone writing that had, much. But, that no, but is, he had that's been also there. He had been there a long typical time. of lone crazy people. Like, that's, no, I mean, yeah. also, people... What else do you do when you no. have no people oh, write journals? Only you will understand this, Paige. <laughs> I mean, how many day? How many days had he been there? A number. No, he's probably got to count. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Court appointed lawyers said that your best chance of avoiding the death penalty was to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. He said, "Fuck that! I'm not insane. I don't want to be called mentally ill." Uh, so he pleaded guilty mm-hmm. rather than plead uh, insanity. Uh, he. He tried to like change lawyers. A couple, there was some drama with the lawyers and stuff like that. Uh, but in 80, 1988, he was convicted. 
And I think he initially received four life sentences, but he got eight. He's, he serving, got eight. he's serving eight consecutive life sentences. That's tough. So when he dies, they just they keep the corpse there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also, like, there was a thing where, like, David was like, dude, no death penalty. Right. He, he currently serves on with Gary Wright, who he, the guy who, who, he bombed. Uh, who he bombed. They're best friends. David, David. Became best friends with one of Ted's victims, and they both serve on an anti-death penalty yeah, David, uh, okay. panel. Wait, David did. David did. Yes, David, okay. his brother. Yes. David is best friends with one of the guys Ted yeah. bombed. Yeah, and that even. David does seem like a good that guy. That even was happening oh. like during the trial. He used oh. the reward money and, so, uh, and gave it to the victims? Yes, I remember hearing about that. Wright came out and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm still against this, even being a victim, yeah. and David and him remain entirely close friends. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think there was something where, like, David was like, like, just no death penalty, don't kill my brother. And, like, it was, like, in jeopardy for a minute with the government. And David was really mad. And he was just like, oh, yeah, they kind of, like, reneged on this thing. And No, you don't say the U.S. government? David and, and, and uh, is it Gary, right? I think it was Gary, Gary they Ryan, still yeah. serve on this anti-death penalty uh-huh. thing, and yeah. like, I mean, it 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 is it is really like again, like I said, like the inspiring story out of this thing is David for me. Yeah, yeah. and it is a thing of like, it, you know, what Ted could have done with, yeah, dude, I mean, good intentions and how like many, a, how a many? better upbringing. I'm I'm not, I'm not blaming him alone. Yeah, and, and in the grand scheme of things, like, dude, there are a lot. Other people that deserve the death penalty, and I'm like 99% against the death penalty no. because we have an imperfect uh, judicial system. Incredibly so, yes. Like, incredibly imperfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if somebody killed one of you guys, I would want to go kill them myself. I just, yes. I think the state's enough, responsible for enough murders as is. Correct. Um, yes. So, uh, and it, but. To my point about David, Ted, is that, like, the guy only killed three people. Like, there are so many other more vile people, vile criminals, vile murderers that one could argue are are, are uh, worthy of a death penalty right. than Ted Kaczynski. Right. But the, the issue about Ted Kaczynski is that he was an... A threat to power. A threat yes. to the system. However... Yeah. Three human lives are de- are extinguished. Yeah, so it's, if if you're if you're going on it like on an appear like eye I, for I, an eye, I, think, well, I disagree for an eye for an eye. I do, I do too. Um, but however, yeah, though that's the, the not, reason he he received not, so much ire from the state is because of what he stood for. Hundred percent, I completely agree. But also, it's a thing where you can get like swept up with like his own bullshit propaganda and forget that like. Three people did not need to die. Right. It, it was a Brad attack. He was having a tantrum. He was. I mean, yes. but also, you know, fuck, man. How many... If you wanted to look at it under... The, if you wanted to frame him as a failed revolutionary, uh-huh. how many revolutionaries murder people all the time? For sure, yeah. Uh, and the problem is that he failed. Oh, right. And a lot of it also had to do with you know him. how many people Luke Skywalker killed, <laughs> but a lot of it has to do with him not getting laid too. You know, do you know how many people Luke Skywalker sure, sure. killed? But I think uh, huh? I, I think this is not worth our time to talk argue about, about right the death now. Penalty. Yes, and it's I not think, worth think, about talking about that right now. Let's finish this story because yes. we probably should have 
a, a discussion section on a well, Patreon. Well, I will do it on a Patreon. Um, so he... Um, and there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot. At one point, a psychologist kind of proto-diagnosed him with paranoid schizophrenia, mm-hmm. uh, but never officially so. He does not have schizophrenia. He's not medicated or treated for no. schizophrenia in prison. No. He was sent to Florence Supermax Prison, uh, where he became friends with Timothy McVeigh. And? Uh, uh, Rami, uh, not Rami, uh, uh, the guy, the world, Yusuf. Yusuf. Yes. Uh, the guy who bombed the World Trade Center be, the first it? time. And Yusuf actually might have served uh, as inspiration for him to get back in after the six-year hiatus. They think. Get back into... In, oh, oh in, after, in, the, in, after in 93 bombing, he said, yeah. oh, yeah, I, had, do. I meant to ask I, about I, what, I, the, what I, the catalyst... I had yeah. heard that he was like, okay. Yeah, maybe, well, because there was... I mean, there was and, the, the and WCO that, riots happened mm-hmm. in Seattle. Like, there no, was... No, that was way later. That was like 99 or really? something. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, in that period of the 90s, mm-hmm. there was so much upheaval and people just being so... Yeah. Discontent with how things were going. Uh, meanwhile, little did they know. <laughs> not a few <laughs> years later. It but, only um, gets worse, Daddy. Hey, stay tuned. So, um, Timothy Faye would then be later executed. Um, but they were all like pen pals with each other. They uh, had an uh, exercise thing in like uh, their own kind of like cages. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're not. Together, but they can talk. Yeah, and which you know you wish you could have a podcast. And and guys, and, huh? and oh, dude, I mean that is the podcast to end all podcasts. Yeah, I mean because there'd be there'd be times where you're like, well, hey, good point, and, nice, and, 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 yeah, and you're like, man, fuck you. And, and they would talk about religion. They would talk yeah. about politics. And they were all different. And they were all different because Yusuf was Muslim. McVeigh yeah. was like white nationalist Christian, mm-hmm. and and uh, most certainly Kaczynski was atheist. Yeah. Uh, and you, but, you, they uh, all one, had you one know, thing I know. The Venn diagram of those guys would have been very interesting. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, because uh, they were um, alone, uh, you know, alone together. together, there was some affinity, and um, it almost seems to me. Uh, because, you know, people will uh, write Ted Kaczynski all day. So, yeah, Ted Kaczynski so, now is more social than ever. He, yeah. he, mm-hmm. he has thousands of pen pals across yeah. the country with handwritten and, letters. And it's, like, yeah. it's a thing where, like, ironically, again. He is the, he, pre, he's probably more well-adjusted than ever. Do you, yeah. do you, do you like, <laughs> the irony of never his, felt, his fear uh, of confinement ir- and obedience. He was trolling violently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he got the attention. And now he's good. It's like it's like Sarah Silverman implicating that one guy that's like saying these terrible things. She's like, "Hey, what's wrong with you?" And he's like, "Oh, I actually have like addiction." (laughs) Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. And also, um, I think he wanted attention for his cause, not for himself. And then that's not a no. I'm not saying it's a noble. Oh no, I think I think I think definitely part of it was. I I need to be seen. I need I need. I need but when he got seen, he just he hit no, for no, six no, years. No 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 no. But he, but but once it was old, once the the gambit was up, he'd come to terms. It, it was a thing of like, does anybody know who I am? And it's like, oh, it turns out everybody knows who I am. I don't think it's a know who I am thing. It's not thing. You can get the manifesto on Amazon. Sure, that's what's important to him. That manifesto is out there. It uh-huh. sells all the time. Sure, and it gets. Truer and truer as time goes by. Yes, but that's also feeding into it, ego. 
I, I, I mean, with everybody, ego is a factor, of course. Yes. I just don't think that's the issue for him. Um, I think it is. I think he does. Uh, there's no way, Aaron, this guy is not going to prey on some kind of uh, the, the people that like the Night Stalker in jail. The people that are going like, oh, I understand you. You're a loner weirdo like me. There's no way he's not feeling that love for the first time in his life ever. I, I suppose I, I suppose it's part of it, but I don't think that was You the, know I, that's true. I, I don't think that was the reason. I know you I know you don't think it's the reason, but I kinda do. I think for any human being, especially one who lacked human contact for all of his life. Being understood is very yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, of it's course. I think that's especially for somebody who was never ever understood because he was always leaps and bounds above everybody. Yes. So I think that as time goes by and more of the things that he said would happen are happening, mm -hmm. I think there's a vindication that probably feels good. Yeah. Um, but Another it, thing I just want to say real quick is uh, uh, one of the tidbits, because I'm so fascinated when like worlds collide in that kind of crazy mm -hmm, way of mm -hmm. the three most famous terrorists of the 90s mm -hmm. hanging out in a yard together. Yeah, that definitely sounds that to me very is, interesting. That's like, I get really like, Okay, that's the show. I'm like, right, I'm like, right, I'm like, right, what right. is that? Yeah, where's the reality uh, show? And yeah. so one of the things I heard was that, um, you know, they, of course, we're polite to each other, and like, you know, just showed affection uh, to each other in some kind of, you know, like mm -hmm. polite way, uh, and they would either have like people that, that mailed them send each other things. Yeah, because uh, they could. They were not they. Eventually, they were not allowed to communicate with each other directly. Yeah. So they would communicate by, by proxy with other so people. So somebody, somebody. That's very interesting. Somebody McVeigh uh, co corresponded with was like, send Kaczynski into the wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kaczynski, Kaczynski was like. Crack hour. Right? Very much, yeah, crack hour. Yeah. He was very much like uppity about books yeah, yeah. and he liked it yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and it was like a thing of send like send him a DVD of the Matrix he's like he'll 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 get this and dig it you know it is kind of fucked up though it's like yeah these guys are all not good people but like what are they gonna do in a supermax prison if if they are a danger to the supermax prison by talking to each other that's the supermax prison's fault that's not right. Their yeah, fault. It, at that at that point, it's just punitive, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, they're not gonna, you know. I agree, and that's and that's the problem with a lot of. But it, I don't want to say just our uh, prison system. Sure, I think that's a problem with uh, a lot of our politics. Uh, is is just uh, the fetish of punishment, uh, and that's a conversation for another time. No. But and it's not reform, right? Right. So. Um, his for a while, his cabin was recreated like piece by piece recreated in the museum. Mm -hmm. And it's like, shit, this is fucking the size of his solitary confinement cell. He's since been moved to another prison for health reasons. He's not at Florida, uh, Florence ADX mm -hmm. in Colorado anywhere. He's somewhere in North Carolina. No, he uh, also did express in his time there. He was like, I <laughs> and if, if the cabin was like that, it might, it might have saved us all a lot of trouble. If what? If the cabin was like this. He was like, "It's quiet." Yeah, it's quiet here. He's like, "I don't." I'm, yeah, he's like, it, I just need the, I, I just need something to read mm -hmm. and the quiet. And so, he's like, so his whole his entire fear of the whole 
complex and obedience and structure. Confinement. And confinement. Right. He got what he wanted. Yeah. It's really, if they wanted to, I mean, I guess if they really wanted to punish him, they threw him in gen pop. Yeah. Um, now here is, it, here, here, you want me to talk about some weird shit? Uh, the Harvard 50 year reunion? No. Can I talk about that? You can, but well, let me throw this theory at sure. you. So we said he was fucked from birth. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, uh, you know, his, his mother to nuzzle upon, right? And the physical touch that we said is so paramount as an infant. And then he's like, I'm so afraid of being confined and alone and separated. And then ultimately, everything he did led him there. So he goes, was confinement in solid? Was that actually the point? Was that the? Was it actually the mother he was going back to? He's yeah. been a bad yes. boy. He was going back to the womb. Yeah. It's just me in here, man. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's oh, I mean, it's something we could unpack about. And if Freud was here, he'd have something to say about it. Oh yes. Oh, uh, I'd love to talk <laughs> about it more. <laughs> oh, uh, let's wrap it up on a couple things. Okay. Uh, is the uh, in a blunder by Harvard? Amazing. For their incredible, 50, their fifty-year reunion uh, for his class, they mm-hmm. actually they sent him uh, uh, to the supermax prison. to the supermax prison. He got mm-hmm. the the letter because they want to keep tabs on all the graduates. Of course, yeah. They, well, they might and don- he responded. They, they might donate something. He responded. Uh, occupation, prisoner, prisoner. Mm. awards, eight life sentences. Wow. <laughs> Not exactly Mickey Mantle talking Huge about a blunder job, but yeah. By cool. Harvard. I found this out today that his code name during that Harvard study, because they, they gave all the, the oh. students code names to, to remain anonymous. I think I know this. What is it? Lawful. Yes. That's right. Isn't that yes. crazy? Hmm. Um, and then, so I also read this article. It was in The Atlantic in 2000. I forget the guy's name, but whatever. Who cares? You can look it up. <laughs> um. I think the article is called Harvard and the Creation of the Unabomber or something. And, and the guy was, had been trying to talk to Ted, be a correspondent for a while, and eventually got him to write back. And in September 98, uh, Ted wrote back to this guy. And um, it's just, I, I, it's very prescient. I think. And it's not mind-blowing, but he wrote, I suspect that you underestimate the strength and depth of feeling against industrial civilization that has been developing in recent years. I've been surprised at some of the things that people have written to me. It looks to me as if our society is moving into a pre-revolutionary situation. By that, I don't mean a situation in which revolution is inevitable, but one in which it is a realistic probability or possibility. Mm -hmm. The majority of people are pessimistic or cynical about existing institutions there is widespread alienation and directionlessness amongst young people. Perhaps all that is needed is to give these forces an appropriate organization and direction. And that's why I joined the Green Party. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. He's he's, he's right. Um, but also, he probably doesn't get a lot of letters from people who go, "I love technology." Oh, did you got to read the Amazon reviews on the my manifesto? Yeah. yeah. Read the Amazon reviews. It's Some people great. are like, I downloaded, th- I ordered this from Amazon for my iPhone. Yeah. And I read it on my Kindle. Like, yeah, there are people right. who are very, very funny. It's really good. Uh, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, uh, very interesting character, comic book villain, mm-hmm. but one, you know, a, a good one that you can, you can empathize uh, uh, with a bit, and you can sympathize for how he got that and way. And you can criticize, and you can criticize and 
frivolously. Yes. Uh, especially his bomb making ability. Oh, particularly lackluster at particularly, best. Yeah, particularly yeah, his not a genius his, bomb his petty grievances. Yeah, the petty yeah. with people that have the audacity not to fuck him and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, dude, get a fucking job, yeah, man. Yeah. Leave that out. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What do you mean? Like, if you're him, if I'm Ted K, yeah, I'm not mentioning the times I didn't get laid. Yeah. Oh no, but we know it from his life, right? It, but like, I'm also like. <sighs> Just Are like, you saying that's in the manifesto? No, I, no, but it's in the letters to his brother and shit. Like, dude, just don't leave it. Let go. Like, let it be in your subconscious. But like, but it's a thing where, right, like, right, we're right. both saying, like, it probably it's led, like when, it, it when led to a lot when, of when Dorner wrote his little manifesto before he murked all the cops and some innocent people. Mm-hmm. One, you fucked, you you killed innocent people, which is bad. And then you like started talking about Louis C.K. and stuff, and you're like, leave that out of the manifesto. Just yeah. talk about how corrupt the cops are. Well, they, every manifesto needs an editor. That's right. Uh, yeah, and yeah. the problem with the people is is that the people who write manifestos don't have any friends to, to yeah, yeah, pass yeah, their yeah, manifesto. Or you know, like they just to. don't want notes. Yeah. Or, yeah. or people are like, oh, let him say shit yeah. about, uh, you know, things that make sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we can say they're all crazy, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? That's it. Is that you pick on the, you, you point out the errors and then you say it's all crazy. Yeah. You're like, oh, you sound like Ted K. And you're like, oh, it's the thing where you and I. <laughs> yeah, Charles Manson we, had we, good points, we too, about saying, the environment. We were saying Charles, music. Charles Manson was making good points about, uh. You know, this, like, cycle of incarceration and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he goes off on, like, some wild thing about, you know, a race, race war. war and-, and you're going, like, of course no. Right. But, like, please, a, please no. A friend of ours. It's not so of course anymore. Yeah. A friend of ours was like, oh, I don't want to hear that. Charles Manson had some good points. And you're like, but he, he did. Yeah. Doesn't mean. Like, it doesn't mean he's not bad shit crazy and, like. Right. The other things he said were abhorrent, like, but like, a blind squirrel finds enough from time to time. And not only that, it's just it's a it's a thing of like, maybe we make these people crazier by denying that they have anything good to say at all. Yeah, there's definitely some of that. Like, yeah, we don't want to do that either. Right. We want to tell them when you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But also that other shit is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Combing a dog with a turd. Is wrong. Is not. No, even if the dog wants it. And the dog, the dog, the dog does. The dog does. Like, what is that turd? Yeah, yeah, um, I fucking love this. John, thank you for uh, great job, boys. Uh, the, great job. The alley oops here. Yes, yeah, was really great. Um, maybe we'll talk about. Uh, maybe we should just do it. We'll do a Patreon. The the merits of Ted K on Patreon. <laughs> we will not say the. We should merits. watch the movie with Charlotte Copley. Who? Charlotte Copley, the guy from uh, he, the, from District Nine. Oh, really? okay, cool. He he plays Ted K in the movie. That's oh, fun. I didn't it know. It came out, came and went, but uh, same. They praise his performance. He's good in everything. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. We also talked about on Patreon, maybe doing the 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 Norm special when it comes. Oh, we got to yeah, yeah, we, we got to do, do that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got to do it. All right, uh, Aaron, fantastic job. Thank you. You did all the driving here. I yeah, really yeah. appreciate it. And I'm a B minus driver. <laughs> B plus, you said. Um, just B now. Just B. Now. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm gonna say good night. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Peter. Matt Perso. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night. night.
Podcast Network.